Culture Podcast with Alaska, Curly Castro, and Zilla Rock. Call out cultists. Welcome back for another exciting episode of the Call Out Culture Mailbag. We have a guest in the house tonight who's joined us once before for a round. No, 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 no. Was it more than once? I've never been on this podcast. No, you were on one of our roundtables. You were in early COVID. Very early COVID roundtable. Two years ago, bro. Yeah. Are you 100% positive? 100% yes. positive, yeah. Wow, I don't remember. I, yeah. Oh, I no, you know what it was? For, he was? Well, he was, also right. on, he was also on the demo, the Patreon listening The demo Patreon, yeah, that's early. what it was. That's what you it was. You mean I, jo- okay. I joined as a guest once. That's or, what it was, Not yeah. as a guest. I joined as a viewer yes, once when you guys held like a... Uh, the thing. Demo I was hour, never I a guest yeah. or anything. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just met oh, some friends. I confuse that. Well, then we have first time guest. Look at that. Wow. <laughs> and, and I don't know why it's taking so long, but well, maybe we have Steel Tip Dove in the house. Hello. He's here. The legend, the man behind so many of your favorite songs. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm chilling. Working. I'm very excited that you're going to join yeah. us for this because it's good to get a different perspective than mine and Zilla's in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Ours lines up. Right. Can so, I ask when did, uh, how long has the listening audience been dubbed cultists or culties uh, culties? Relatively new. That's fantastic. And <laughs> yeah. once a podcast crosses that threshold into their fans needing a name, we're it's making, that's a good point. Yeah. I, I, I like it. Cause it's like, I think we could put it on a t-shirt and it would work. They culty. Oh, you could put a lot of things on a t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we could, yeah. There's a lot going yeah. on. We could have um, done it. I was excited that they had a nickname. I'm, and I'm not being facetious. I was excited. <laughs> it's, it's a good one, I think. I think yeah. it really works. So, so we've, we've reached out to our listeners, our Twitter followers, and we asked them to submit questions. You know, the typical mailbag deal. Mailbag. So we're going to come right out the gate with two Wu-Tang-related questions. Let's do it. And they're quick ones. So they're, they're pretty rapid-fire answers. So we're going to come out. Back to back, I'm just going to give them to you both. The first one's from good friend of the pod, good friend of all of ours, Mr. Jason Griff. Okay. He wants to know the over-under on vaccinated members of Wu-Tang Clan. He gives a, an over-under of 1.5. I don't. I may not understand betting enough. Let's say, what's the general uh, exact number of Wu-Tang members? Nine? Nine. Like you want to count Capadon, it's 10. Yeah, you want to count yeah. Let's just count Kappa. 10 to make math easy. All right. Yeah. All right. So then what does that mean for there's 10 members? What so does that mean? 1.5 odor under there's. So it's basically like if it's under two, it's going to be basically like if there's only one member, you take the under. If you think it's more than one member, you're going to take the over. Um. Well, I know what percentage I think it is. Okay. What do you got? 50%. Okay. Good for you. Why? Out of curiosity. There's 10 of them. There's 10 of them. That makes yeah. it easy. I think fifty percent of them are vaccinated. You okay. know, uh, what's the what's the Amer- what's the United States rate like? Fifty sixty no, something higher nah. than yeah, it's like Over, 60, yeah. Deep yeah, sixty. And the New York rate is like eighty nine percent. Yeah, same thing in Philly. Philly's like eighty. Grown men yeah. with kids. I and I, Good point. you know, in the past they've had both lyrics and mentions of conspiracy ish things yeah. but i think 50 percent of them are vaccinated if i had to guess that would be my guess. okay what would you say z i said three i think okay. it's method 30%. man no yeah 30 percent. method man master killer and rizza that's it mm. 
But oh, so I, I thought about it. I, you know what? I think Raekwon because Raekwon goes to Canada a lot, and they won't let him in Canada if he's unvaxxed. So I'll say four. Okay, that four. actually okay. is something I didn't consider. If they're doing any shows, uh, at least like a year and a half, two years ago, they would have. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So I'll do four. So. Yeah, I'm gonna go over as well. I guess based on Zilla's logic, I'm going Meth, Ray, and 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 Dub. Uh, if you want to tell us who you think your your picks are, please feel free. Um, I don't. I. Think... The, the, how about I'm gonna go with the ones I don't think are vaccinated? Jizza is, is definitely not fucking vaccinated. You God is not vaccinated. Ghostface is not vaccinated. I don't Ghost know. I don't know about Ghost. I'm on nah. the fence about Ghost. Nope. Ghost you know, is- he does have two brothers with muscular dystrophy. But he's also like highly sketched out by any governmental anything. Yeah, I think okay. Mr. Cole. He's not trusting of you, science and governments and Merck and I mean, Pfizer and Moderna. But I, I think he would I think he would take his, his brothers into account, his brother's safety into account. Uh are they alive? Oh, I don't know. I thought I don't know. They if they if they're alive, potentially, yes. If okay. they have passed on, which would break my heart. No, that's a hard no. I, I mean, I would agree. T- in most worlds, I would say that that ghost is a no. I think Cap is definitely yes because he's driving a cab. No, he's not he's driving a cab. He, he's, he's he's around people because he's he does like a clothing line. Then he's recording. Wasn't a lot. he a cab driver? That was like twenty years ago in Baltimore. No, yeah, dude, it was twenty years ago. There wasn't. He wasn't on the internet like years ago. Years ago. <laughs> well, no, like yeah. and like the. No, I'm sorry. Around around when like Fish Scale dropped. So that's, that's fifteen years ago. Was it? You guys yeah. know way too much. You uh, you're casting a lot of uh, assumptions on these members of. Uh... <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm we do here. I follow Kappa on <laughs> know, Instagram, I bro. Yeah. I know I know <laughs> what he's doing. I'm all about Kappa. I'm, uh, we all know yeah, that I'm cor- not, I'm not, uh, causation does not equal correlation, but <laughs> we are we are trying to take the the data and the clues that are out there. I am I taking it seriously. My my best guess would be fifty percent. I think I'm going a little right. higher than both of you. Yeah, I, I would say we're we're in the forty to fifty percent. Forty to fifty. If it was we were yes. putting money up, that would be my. I would be. I would. Be, that's my guess. Okay. I want to go first, and I want. To... <laughs> I mean, the, the best thing would be if we could actually survey the members of Woo. Hit them up. Mm. We got a hundred. You know, we talked about how many yeah. listeners we got. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, all right. So the the next Wu Tang question is. Best Wu-Tang book out of Raw by You God, Staircase to Stairway by Raekwon. Staircase to Stage. Oh, he wrote Staircase there to Stairway. Is. Boom. Okay. Or Tao of Wu deck. by the Rizzer. Uh, I, have the, I have the Wu yeah. book. For people not... not watching the podcast, Zilla Raka had the book on deck. That was fire. Oh, and, and <laughs> this is the, from the, the homie Max Nopo. Shouts to Max. Uh, I, have the, yeah. I have the Rizza book, but it's it's not as accessible as the Ray book. Okay, so I, I haven't read the You Got book. Okay. Um, I know controversial parts of it, but I haven't read it. The RZA book is essentially the Wu Tang Hulu show. Go for it. It's essentially the Wu Tang Hulu show. So there is like direct dialogue mm-hmm. from that book on the show. There's direct stories in the show. It is definitely the RZA mythology and just his point of view of everything. And then like his gems and him talking about different cultures and things he's into. So it's more of like uh Riz's book is almost like a like a, a syllabus of Wu Tang yeah. that you get, you know, your first day of college. 
came out a long time ago, right? That's the only one I read. Yeah, that yeah, came, that out, came probably out probably 10 years ago. I guess. Super oh, I think even long, I think even longer than 10 years. Maybe. Ago. Okay, sure. Yeah. And then I bought the Raekwon book. I highly recommend it because he just spends 40, 40 pages shitting on Riza <laughs> and just being like, this guy's a fucking cult leader who's very convincing and most of us don't like him, but I think he's full of shit. And here's why. But he also spends a lot of the book talking about like his drug life and background and family and his mom and how he wrote cream, which was like, it's like a fucking movie. He wrote cream like the day before the studio in a, in a stash house with no electricity on a pizza box by candlelight. He wrote cream like that way. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's shit like that. We're like, this is that's, that's legit. No one would just make that up. Like every detail. So yeah, I would I would definitely recommend the Raekwon book. I, I do want to read the You God book, but he also just shits on Riz, I think, for most of the book, too. So okay. That's, so now we're it's basically coming down to who shits on Riz better. Correct. I think you got probably be- shits on him quite well because he's very verbose, but yeah. Raekwon is just like uh, as we always say, Raekwon was he was right to rebel and shit on them, but then his ideas are just as terrible. So it's a little rough mm-hmm. patch, but yeah, I would yeah. strongly recommend it. I've only read the Tao of Wu, so I guess seeing as that wasn't a particularly good book, I'm going to go with uh, Raekwon's book because he's been more entertaining. What, what do you got for us, Dove? Same as you, man. That's And I yeah. don't remember it. Uh, and it was, uh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah it's, it's, I feel it's, bad. It's like I, a... I haven't really kept up with the Wu-Tang. They, they, they're very, very special to me, but I, I haven't really kept up with them. It's okay. part for the best. To be honest, yes, you know, I agree. There's a certain point in time where you could be like, you know, let's just pretend that they, you know, got sucked into a black hole to another multiverse. To me, they're just one of the greatest hip hop groups of all time. I feel like if I dug in, I'd be like, they are no longer one of the greatest. (laughs) And I don't, you know, I don't need to dig in and find that out. No, (laughs) I think you're there with it. All right. So the, the next question, we got two questions from. C4X. And the first one is, what's the coolest, weirdest instrument that either you know how to play or you would like to learn how to play? Uh, I could play the clarinet. Huh. That's a fact. Boom. I can't, I can't play any instruments. Um, <laughs> what, what would you want to play? I do want to get piano going, but that's not okay. weird. Sure. Um, Yo, violin is kind of, it's not that it's weird. It would be weird if I told you guys, hey, I've been playing violin for a few, if I told you I've been playing piano for a few months, you'd be like, that makes sense. Yeah. I was like, I've been playing violin. You'd be like, that's weird. That would Violin be. would be dope. Yeah. That would be the weirdest one. Um, oh, my, my, my weird instrument would be the theremin. I would want to play that's the theremin. That's a good cool. weird one. Yeah. What about that's that guitar crazy. that sits down like a piano? That shit is weird and fucking cool. The, the oh, slide yeah. joint? The slide, slide guitar? The is the one that the blind guitar? dude from uh, Roadhouse yeah. had? Uh, a lot of people played it, but you play with a pick and it's a fucking <laughs> yes. looks like a, yeah, it's fucking sick. Yeah. A lot of blue shit. What about you, Alaska? Um, I would want to do like, I don't, I can't play any instruments. Would um, you go woodwind? Would you go brass? No, I would want to do like the one man band thing where you got like cymbals between your knees. Oh, like yeah. fucking drum on your band back, yeah. and Mary Harmonica, Poppins. Harmonica, you know, hooked up on like the whole yeah, thing. I, have a, I have a friend who did that. It's very masturbatory. You're like, look at me. I can play everything myself. And you're just like <laughs> exactly. jamming out with yourself. Like, like your, your, your inner once. kneecaps are like playing the cymbals and shit. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> and then every step you take is like a fucking snare. Like, that's awesome. 
Play well, I would actually love to play the drums, but that's not a weird thing. Like, drums would be I don't know, whenever I watch like videos of like really cool drummers, I'm like, that's the coolest fucking. Yeah, when you drum. can just sit down and Im- the, yeah. there's no so. lag time between them sitting down and immediately being like, what? <laughs> yeah, just wailing on us. Yeah, if you if you watch like old Black Sabbath videos, and yeah. you just watch the drummer, it's the most amazing shit ever. He's just like <laughs> this weird like giant hippie that's like playing. Oh, that's the, like the, when, the, when most, I watch like, crazy like, jazz drums to metal. Dude, you ever watch like Keith Moon shit on the Who? Oh yeah! Oh yeah. my god, that shit is wild. Dude, are you guys familiar with that band, the Grimace Federation? Yes, no. in Philly. Their drummer is bananas. I saw them live at Mercury Lounge like in two thousand and five. Right. That dude, like I, I just watched him for like two hours playing drums. That's so a, holy shit! Yeah. What's the name? Samples the shit out of them. Aesop. Yeah, they did songs together. A lot. With, with a lot. Yeah, like all of his albums. Yeah, that's why I've heard that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. And then his second question is: What comic book movie, past or future, <laughs> would you love to be in, and what character would you play? Wow. Damn. There's so many choices for me. I feel bad. I'm so out of the loop on all these questions. I uh, I don't I don't know anything about comic books. I saw Deadpool. I, I, that shit was funny. With Deadpool, I'm right there with you, pretty much. So you gonna uh, be Deadpool? Uh, Deadpool's a great uh, call. I mean, they had to sure. get rid of yeah, like yeah, that TJ, to... whatever his name is, guy. So you could always take his role. TJ Miller. TJ Miller. <laughs> yeah. He's... So they need somebody to play that bartender. <laughs> yeah. He got canceled right into a bed of money that he still oh, sleeping on. Yeah. yeah. And and Silicon Valley got kicked off of. Yeah. Um, try who would I wait? So I I I replace somebody in a superhero movie? Is that what he's saying? You, or it could be like a it could be any comic book movie, past or present. Movies. You know, or I mean, future, future or past, like something that hasn't even come out yet or even been thought about yet. Okay. Um, yeah. I would do, um, fuck. I would have, I would have to be in the, the Marvel injection of X Men because it hasn't mm-hmm. happened yet. And then I would be, what, what, what does that mean? Is, is, is X Men not Marvel? Well, because it was Fox and then Fo- Mar- Disney bought Fox. So what does it mean to that Marvel injection of Met of X-Men? Because now they're going to put X-Men in the MCU, which hasn't been, okay. it's been a more, it's been on Fox since like 2000. That's what I like was wondering. Deadpool. So it's going to be a crossover thing. Yes. Yeah, like Deadpool is going to be okay. in the Marvel universe now cool, cool, and all cool. that shit. Uh, I would be an X-Men. I would be, um, I would be Mr. Sinister. I'd be uh, Nathaniel Essex. He's, he's a great villain. He's fucking hilarious. He's evil. He's got an ill beard. He's got like a red diamond in his head and he clones people. Great name. Okay. Where's that from? Which comic book is that? Uh, X-Men. Mr. Oh, Sinister. Okay, nice. Yeah. And then there was a turntable is from the executioners named Mr. Sinister and their, their name used to be X-Men before they nice. changed it up. So there you go. I'd be Mr. Sinister. So I would be um, Harvey P. Carr in American Splendor. What did that already happen? Yeah. Oh, you I said okay. pastor. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're perfect. Yeah. Yes, you've mentioned Harvey a lot. That's a great movie. I, I think like I watched him. I haven't seen that movie in years. It's a great movie. It's a great movie, and his his books are just amazing. I yeah, can't is remember. is is that Giamatti's best role? Yeah, debate. They're all all Giamatti's roles are his best roles. I, like I mean, that's the private parts. I think his best role is the one where the person was filming him on the subway. What was that? He like starts wilding on somebody. No, somebody was just filming him reading, and he was like, "Are you having fun?" Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was just like it was real. Like he didn't lose his mind. He was just like, "Why? Yeah, <laughs> like, what are you doing this for?" <laughs> oh man, Giamatti. that dude! I love that dude. He's great. 
All right. So the next question from Pete Bones, uh, 76. What's up, Pete? Are you less likely to check for an MC's new material once they've started acting in movies or TV? And a hmm. follow up. Do rappers become worse once they start acting? Hell no to both. Hmm. Why would I start so they checking don't... less? Uh, no, yeah. I wouldn't start checking less. I would only start checking less once I started disliking it. And mm -hmm. no, they wouldn't become worse. They would only become worse if they became worse. It would have nothing to do with the movie shit, I don't think. I, mm. I don't know. That's a weird... How many have crossed over like that? Like, there hasn't been, like, too, too many like that. Um, I mean, the, the ISIS. Okay. <laughs> um. I feel like Beth those were Red. very parallel. Those the, your good points, but those were very happened at the same time. It feels uh, like. I mean, yeah. Con, I'm just Con thinking was, people that like train. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> true, true. Common. Yeah. We talked about Common on our. Common. Yeah, Common. Common's Common's acting career fizzled out. He's yeah. He sucks. Um, Red and Meth. You know, Red didn't last long. Meth. Nah. Meth did. Meth uh, yeah. did. Fredro um, Star from Onyx. <laughs> Yeah, love it. That's definitely. Um, trying to think who else there would be. Sticky Mashi Fingers Ari was Ali. in something too. He was in Blade on Spike Network. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sticky. Yeah, um, Mashiari Ali was in a uh, Hiro. Hiro, yeah, Marshall, yeah. Wow, I did not know that. Um. So wait, do is the question? Do we think they're worse? Yeah. So are do are you less likely worse? to check a rapper's new material once they become a, they start acting in movies or TV? I'll go the other way. If someone acts in movies and TV and then puts out a rap album, I'm not listening to that shit. Mm. Like if That's I know you rare, as an yeah. actor first, yeah, I'm not yeah, listening. Yeah. We're like a yeah, ball player, yeah. like Dame Lillard. He he's a baseball yeah. player, but he raps. I've never listened to his rap shit. Never. You, were, you, were, you both were talking about how much you love John Cena's album, though, when he dropped <laughs> well, <Murray's laughs> <in the> video. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's an, a Gibbs. Gibbs, Freddie Gibbs just went into, and I watched that show that he's on. Um, oh, really? What show is he on? He's on a show on Peacock. I signed up for Peacock for a very specific reason that we don't need to get into. But <laughs> okay. there's a show called Bust Down on Peacock, and he plays a major role. Oh, fucking huh. hilarious! He's a funny dude, on and he doesn't yeah. play any other character but to be described as Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs. He <laughs> like, plays yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, nice. all right. I'm I'm into it. I mean, he's, um, I'm still okay. listening to his albums. You know who actually yeah, did a great I don't think one? there's anybody that went into acting that I was still really checking for outside of maybe Ice Cube. Ludic Ludacris. Did you check him? Really? Have you really been checking for Ludacris hard these past? I mean, he doesn't put out music. Yeah, by exactly. the time he was acting, I wasn't checking for Ludacris. By the time he was absolutely being a masterpiece in Fast and Furious series. It's True. His yeah, he kind of just still, he You out. know who? Buster Rhymes. I did listen to his stuff he after dabbled. he went into movies. And Halloween. He, he was in Halloween, Finding Forrester. He was in Higher Learning. Higher Learning. Yo, he was fucking incredible. That. Hey, yo, white boy. Yo, that movie's <laughs> fucking. Great. I mean, Drake hasn't come up, but he's the he's the other way, right? He was an acting person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I love me some Drake, even though the Sixers just busted his bitch ass team's ass. And I may be wrong, so I want to put say that before i say this but was tupac an actor first or was he a dancer first he was he, he was, was everything except a gangster rapper first he was a poet yeah. he was a thespian he, he, was he, a became, he got his in through dancing yeah where he yes. made most of his connections for that what led to the rest of it yeah yes. i don't think his acting started until his move until his rapping started though so after dancing true yeah 
And then, of course, there was uh, Cameron from Young Black Teenagers in House Party 2. But then Cameron from Dipset and paid in full. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Cameron from that weird movie where he went after like sexual predators. Oh, Killer Season. Oh, wow. Where he pissed pissed on the dude and was like, no homo. He pulled his dick out, was pissing on him. (laughs) Cameron was very proud of that movie at the time. I do remember. (laughs) He was like, no homo. (laughs) He's pissing on it, dude. Oh, great. Ask that question. So, okay. So, what do we got next? Hold on. I'm just deleting these as we go through so we don't have them there. Okay. Um, are you underwhelmed by It's Almost Dry? Is paper, I don't know what that is. Push it, the new Push It T album. Oh, yeah. I guess I am. Um, who, who asked the question? This is uh, DJ Dilla at James underscore Whitcomb. Yeah, what's up, Dilla? DJ Dilla from by your uh, reaction, UK. it sounds like you didn't even listen to it. Tim. No, I, I mean, all right. So, give Dilla, did you? Yes, I love, I love Pusha T. I, I, I like him for what he, he's a very specific kind of dude where he, he gets to be the, the traditional East Coast rapper in a world where like we're 15 years past that being viable on a major label. And so, they're like, as hell. like everyone allows him in that world to do it because he dresses like in dope high end fashion, but he just makes like, like luxury East Coast rap and rapping about the same shit. So I'm all about it. The new album with me and uh, Shasta Mighty Healthy and my man colleague on, on Twitter, we've agreed that it's oh, I weird. Saw this. Yes, because the opening you song is... You restructure the yes. album. It's not a good intro. It? If you surprise drop that album, don't even fucking put a single out with Jay-Z. Mm. Don't put any, imagine that album just drops. Everyone knew exactly. he was putting out an album. Right. So just drop it. The impact that it would have had. I was I'm a big push a fan. So right. I overhyped it myself because they overhyped it. I agree. That's a good and point. And then the sequencing is it's really bad. Garbage. Like the song where, where he flips the DJ Shadow six days joint. Like you you have to open the album with that. Yeah, it's so, it's so moody and dramatic. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's a very I mean Daytona, it's cool. Daytona is way better. Daytona's better and, and King Push Darkest Before Dawn. That's way better too. It's crazy. Yeah, so and my name is my name. I love that shit. So yeah, this is probably I'm my least huge, favorite. I'm a huge fan. There's gonna be songs that I love and listen to a lot, but album wise, they blew it. Yeah, it's it, it's definitely like cherry pick it on a playlist type of album, but not front to back. So there you go. Those are our feelings. Okay. And Alaska has and then none. his follow-up question was is paper mache by Masai Bay the most slept on and under discussed LP beat that there is? I wish Castro was here for this. Uh, I could play it through if you guys want to hear it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, it not familiar, I'm not familiar by name. Share. Oh, what is it? What is Alaska? You just got to give me screen share. Uh, how do I do that? Oh, here you go. Multiple go to, participants. Yeah. All right, boom. While you play that for so to blow Dove's mind, I'm going to just get get a line in Google very quickly. Give me one second. Okay. Do it. Okay. Line can you oh, can you hear this? I can uh, see press it. play. All right. Yep. I remember this song. Yeah, this shit is crazy. Peace crumb I bring to you. Good news. New equipment's at a minimum in some of the beats. You will possibly hear what I could use. When I get it, you are gonna need a miracle. Miracle. Not every day. Electrifying prominent verities. Feasibly mentioned within a document. Wear some habits. Outlive the cabins. And if you ain't live, Fizz, how will you manage it? It's a regular for Vader on my side mount. But every yeah that shit is fire what's the question 
is it the most like is it the best like LP beat that nobody talks about? Oh, okay. I, I I didn't I forgot the question. That shit was hard. Yeah, shit's hard as fuck. I didn't mean to cut it off too much. Sorry, but oh, it's okay. I wasn't gonna play it the whole way through. So, <laughs> and I feel like I remember it. It also is very very um of an LP beat for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I think yeah. Offspring for Dell is the most overlooked LP mm. beat ever. Okay. Damn, side bagels way. way yeah, he's dope. Back, bro. Holy it, it it's definitely like of the LP school of like, here's this dope rapper that I'm gonna like hit with a dope beat. It's yeah. not gonna be a beat that's gonna be on my record or on a company flow record, but it's still a dope beat. Right. That would have fit on the like, flow record. Mm-hmm. You think it would have? It would have, yeah, yeah. They would have put yeah. that in and, and rapped on it just as good. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Yeah. And oh, then, and, yeah. And then shouts to the next movement. They have Masai Bay on this week talking jungle yeah, brothers. Dope. Yeah. So cool. So I, I would go with um Nightwork is the most under discussed. I feel like on this outside show, of our we, circle, nobody talks about that beat. True. Because on this show, what we've talked about it a lot. It's the Sir Menelik joint. From uh yeah. Sound Bomb and One. Yeah. My, my favorite LP beat. And song, and he, I don't even know if he made the beat. It's from a compilation. I can't remember the name of the compilation. It was a song uh, with Camus, uh, Oxycontin. Oh, yeah. Wow. Is that Def Jokes Presents? It's one of them joints? It's one of them, I think, yeah. And it's this long, drawn-out thing. It's not really a rap song. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yes. yes. Oh, my God. That is my one of my favorite, favorite fucking songs that LP and, and both of them have ever made. You know, you know. Speaking of compilations, my my shit was him and Aesop Train Buffer off the um Urban Renewal joint. That, that beat is stupid. That shit's wild. I love that joint. I'm going with Ox. I think it's just called Oxycontin. I think it is. Yeah, it's, I think it's on one. Of the yeah, it is Oxycontin. Shows. Yeah. All right. So so we got two questions from from Dano at Free Music Empire. What's up, Dan? The first one is: Which TV character are each of us the most like? Oh shit! You ever seen High Maintenance? Yes, yeah, great show. <laughs> Love it, and I know what you're referring to. <laughs> oh god, there's too many shows, bro. Yeah. God damn. Oh, uh, it's, in my own mind, and from and from, from a f- purely fantasy aspect, it's Raylan Givens from Justified, played by Timothy Oliphant. Okay. Because I was gonna name my son after him. Like that's how much I love that shit. Olafan is great. He's, and he's great in that show. He's the god. They're bringing it back on FX, which I, fucking I fell me. off, but I love. I know it's good. Oh god, it's the greatest. The last, Deadwood, the last scene Deadwood. was. Yeah, Deadwood. Oh, he was great on this. Bullock. Yeah, he was great. He was good. He was dope on a Santa Clarita diet on Netflix with him and Drew Barrymore. I saw that too. Yeah, That's he was great. Better than expected. It's like this high energy, like it's, metro, like fucking real estate agent. to be good, and it is. <laughs> yeah, he's great. <laughs> he's fucking gold, bro. I like that guy. Alaska, you be That's Cliff Clavin from Cheers? Nah, man. I'm going to be Judy Gemstone. <laughs> Judy Gemstone. <laughs> right. Un, un, that woman steps outside of herself. To, to play that role I, it's un, it's unreal that should win every award you could give every award like that. she's so funny yeah. and every single time she's on camera it doesn't matter what yeah uh, that's yeah unreal she was amazing in vice principles as well she was on that show yeah i gotta go back the, to it. that show i do so too i don't funny. remember her from that show but oh. i remember uh the guy with the name 
uh, who's in both. Um, come on, not Danny McBride, but the guy, the, Baby Billy. Yeah, Baby Billy. He's got that name. Yeah. He's got my Walter man. Goggins. Walter my Goggins. Guy. Yeah. Uh, my second choice as from fucking <laughs> Justified, Boyd Crowder. I'd be him too. Man. All right. And his second question is: If you could save one album in all of hip hop history from being bad as it is, mm. which album would that be? Fuck. I don't even how I don't know how to conceive. I would save not. I mean, not not Nas. I would save Jay Kingdom Come mm. because it was such a buildup when he first retired with the Black Album, and Black Album is pretty fucking cool. And then there was a zillion remixes of the Black Album, and then he was the head of Def Jam, and then he was only doing a couple of features, and they were big of like everything was an event. And then Kanye took his place as like the big mm-hmm. artist on Rockefeller. And then the Kingdom Come shit was like he took the beat from Just Blaze. I used to go to Just Blaze's MySpace page to listen to that beat. Oh, Just the, the Super Freak flip from Rick James. And so he like got that beat that was available on MySpace for a year. And he had, you know, the the fucking um the rump shaker sample with the shaft in Africa. Oh, that's uh, sax. Like he had everything lined up. He could have picked where so how, do you, how do you save it? You take out the trash and put better songs in, I guess. Right. Yeah. Just it's just, it it's just, I mean, he, he released it during the worst era of hip hop history. So even Jay couldn't, couldn't be unscathed, but it's like, there's ways to navigate that. Like there's not enough Kanye. Kanye is on top of the world. Kanye is not really on the album at all. Just blaze gives him a beat. Yeah, but he also shouldn't have been fucking around with like the dude that sings yellow. Uh the dude from Coldplay. Coldplay. Oh, like, Chris Martin. Like Coldplay well, I mean that's debatable, right? What 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 Jay-Z's goals were, then he should have been fucking around. Well, he had that song like 30s the new 20 and 40s yeah. and 30. It was like it was him like trying to age corny while also is, it was corny, but it, it was like it was like if you go to Home Goods and they have those signs in the back yeah. that like that yeah. like you know Midwest housewives hang they got their, in their bedroom. <laughs> all of his all of his album songs were those. He has like Dr. Dre, but all every Dre beat yeah. sucks. God don't make no mess. You got to think about what his plan was during that era and what what came next. Like. <laughs> Yeah, Maybe. like it's just he has like the song Lost One that Dre did the beat. That beat is fucking nothing. Then an- another beat, 30 yeah. something with Dre sucks. Trouble. I don't even know that beat. Minority well, Report. We don't want to have a conversation Gosh. about Dre being the most overrated producer. It's horrible. Rap, though, right? He's he when he works with other artists, he's like doesn't it's it's never good synergy. Like I really liked Compton, but that was his solo album. So I feel like I expected a certain thing, but he sure. doesn't have mm. good synergy with other artists. He's like overrated yeah. when it comes to that. Like, good point. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. I would I would fix that album because it's just it's just not like no one talks about it and it's nothing. But it has like he has just blaze all over it, and then it stops. It stops having anything. So I'm still I've been trying to think pretty hard this whole time, but I'm not, I'm coming up kind of blank. Do you have anything, Alaska? Uh, Atheops? Um, is that what you just said? Billy Woods Atheops? Yeah, you should fix it. How would you, yeah. how would you fix that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would pick Cannabis's album. Oh, I feel I like would, yeah, fix his career, able... right? Like, yeah. well, you would fix but, his I mean, career. You could you mean... fix one album in the history of hip-hop and make it not bad. I mean, yeah, like that's that's the goal. I think that changes the whole course of hip-hop if you change that record and sure. it fucking bangs. 
I agree. That's a good can point. Can I yeah. bus? No. Yeah. Yeah. No, you can't. <laughs> See, I, I, I guess I didn't dislike it as much as most people. Like, I just was like, he my, he's like, why I rap. That, that <laughs> motherfucker is why I rap, bro. I mean, that, him, I love Buckingham Palace to this day. It's a great song. Uh, yeah. But that album was a disappointment. It's, it's, a, I mean, we, we had the cannabis episode with Vic Spencer. We, yeah. we go at length yeah. about it. I mean, the BT passed over and the feature. I mean, it was just. It's a disaster, but yeah, yeah. I, di- I didn't want to keep piling on cannabis because I love him. I have a big special place in my heart for him, but yes, um, that that's... came after um, Purple Haze. Oh, uh, Crime Pays, Cameron, no, Killer Season. I'd fix Killer Season. Yeah, that's not a good album. Purple Haze was so good to me. <laughs> Purple um, Haze is great. Purple, <laughs> yeah. I, I, there's a lot of people. The people who know know. There's a lot of people who don't agree. And I respect that opinion, but Purple Haze is un- an unbelievable triumph in so hip hop history. It's so and good. Uh, Killer Season was such a letdown to me that I just yeah. kind of fell off from there. And they really pimped the shit out of Killer Season too. Like, well, because of how goddamn good Purple Haze, bro, Down and Out with Kanye, Get Em Girls. Pull album. Oh Pull my album. god. Pull album. I'm getting money. Oh my god. That shit is stupid. You get shot at, homie. I do the shooting. Him, 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 and Jim Jones together. I think maybe Jim Jones takes the cake for this, but change the ad lib and dub game forever. Of yes, forever. From that point forward, yeah. the two of them changed it, and people were like, "Why are their dubs and ad libs so fucking loud?" And it's because they're so fucking good. That's so why. Funny. And. Like, yeah. It was like them and like Jeezy. Jeezy, that became like the star of every song was Jeezy. Yeah. Turned it all the way up. They put it louder than the verse. They were like, fuck it. Yeah. (laughs) Like they would like triple track the ad lib, but like single track the vocals. It's great. So let's take two more questions and we'll take a break because the the second one I want to ask, I think is a really good question. This one's good too, but um, like the other one I think is funny as shit. So, um, So Spinach wants to know, Start, bench, or cut, which I guess is similar to fuck, marry, kill. Right. Tash, tame one, or Elzai. So who are you going to start, who are you going to bench, and who are you going to cut? Bow out. Because I just don't know enough about uh, the other two. I know tame, but... Well, Tash from the Alcoholics. Not familiar enough oh, to admit wow, to it, okay. and I'm not, and I, I know who they are, but I'm not familiar enough yeah. with their music other than Tame, and I, you know, so. All right, okay. start in Tame. Um, I would start Tash. I just love Tash for years. Um, yeah. West Coast Red Man to me. Uh, I would start Tash, and he said the second one is Bench. Yeah, Bench. I would Bench Elzai. I had a really big affinity for Elzai from like 2000 to like 2010 or 11. I loved him deeply. Um, and then I would just tame like I he's he's the guy like I just kept wanting to wow yeah, me yeah, with a full yeah. album. And, and mm-hmm. outside of Leak Brothers and a couple artifacts joints, like it's just been a lot of uh, empty promises for me and tame. But I think he's just fucking amazing. I just I just have there's nothing I could rely on. It was a him. ball of energy that couldn't focus, seemed like, to get... Um, yeah, he was so good. His voice... Did you have personal yeah. connections to him at all? Nah, never. No? Never did. I mean, I met him a couple times, but that was about it. Okay. Um, what about you, Alaska? I would probably go Tash, Tame, and Elzai. You would, you would bench Elzai? 
No, you cut him. No, I would cut, cut him. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I can't see you as an Elzai guy. I, no, I like Elzai. I like really? Elzai. Elzai is dope. I just don't know he's enough really about dope. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just think you know, like he didn't do a song with Nubian Crackers, <laughs> and Tame One did. You know what I mean? Like back in like '91, like I, I had that single, and I used to like play it until it, my tape deck exploded. And it was all because of Tame, like Tame's line, like Wait, I'm stocky, I'm stocky and cocky. I rock a vest like Chachi, like that. I was like, I'm sold on that dude immediately. Oh, wait, was that an artifact song? It was an artifact song over Nubian Crackers production. What the fuck is Nubian Crackers? Nubian yeah, Crackers was like this production either. crew. I've from, never heard um, of this shit. Uh, let me find it for you. Newark. Oh, we're, uh, I don't know where the fuck they were from. I feel like they're from like White Plains or something. Nubian Crackers. That's amazing. Yeah, so just they had like, a song. Was it just like artifacts. two white dudes or what? Yeah, two white dudes. Yeah. Um, I don't really know much about them. They but they used to drop singles back in like the, the early 90s. Noob, I've so, never heard of these dudes. Yeah, so these are Nubian Crackers. We're two producers, Prince <laughs> Quick Mix. <laughs> okay. And the other one was the undercover brother. So Prince Quick Mix, his name oh, is come on. Man Manuel Napori. So he might be yeah, he might be like Indian, white. maybe. Right. Um, and then undercover brother is Victor Victor Piaget or Pagneri. Oh my god. Yeah. So they're, they're like, get that shit done. We get the songs done. They Yo, get the shit done. So like aliases. so this was you got this. This is the kind. This is what all their records look like. Hold on, I'm gonna pull this up for you. You can see it. Dog, real quick. Their, their aliases are chocolate bamboo and ganja posse. It's incredible. Best. <laughs> well, I'm gonna share screen so you can see this shit. Be crackers. I never heard. So of this, this all their artwork looked like this. This is what everything looked like. Slamming records. No, now that you show me this record and say tame one, I feel like I've seen that before. Here and here's before. here's a song. I'll, I'll drop it in the mix so hopefully people can hear. it. Nubian uh, Crackers, right Slamming Records presents they, 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 a bunch of these. They were indie, dude. They were indie the fuck out. Wow. Does this have tame on it? Yeah, it's, it's an artifact. It was like the first wow. epic artifact. Ah, yo, check this, brothers coming up here from New Jerusalem, out of Sensei. Yo, check it out, same word. You sleep, you be ass out, G. Word up. So, yo, we gonna run it down like this. On some artifact, it's bust it. Lick off a shot when I hip hop like hops, got snapping like pop rocks. The tame when it's top notch. The yeah, artifact with that tame, I love is a badass. Mm. Talk trash and get your black ass blasted mad fast. Spade like Jack, super fly like the soundtrack. So yo, check the stats of the Jerusalem attack. With snaps and battle rap, I bounce like a Cadillac Fleetwood. The hood bust caps like Eastwood. Right here, like sneakers shake your head like a peeper. I've been known for smoking cheaper since the day they called it reaper. Ooh, drop your lip and grab your chin. The nigga freaking on his tip. I'm flipping through my lips, then a secret. But be yes, tame active at all. Yeah, it's with that group Parallel Thought, those producers. It's oh, not, yeah, yeah. It's, I not, that. it's not good. Yeah, that, that's not good. Yeah. And they've done like dope ass shit with Tree and I forget who else. And the shit with Tame and Dell is like not hitting. Yo, Ooh, no. Tree, like just the rapper Tree. I, yes, I love him. Because that so dude, much. not a lot of people, yo, more people need to know that dude is fucking. That dude's really fucking dope. He well, he had that run in like the 2010s in Chicago, Lager. and he was big. And then, um, if he talks about that album, we grown now, like how everything changed. And then he took a step back, and then now he owns like an apartment complex and is teaching his kids how to be property managers and shit. He's a shit. 
right. So, so let's, let's hit this question and we'll take a quick break. Bow. And this is from Jeff is fun. Is uh, fun. at Jeff R 2022. And, okay. and this question to me is amazing. <laughs> so you could either watch machine gun Kelly do karaoke every night for the rest of your life or join him one night and make it stop. So easy. I would join. I would have. How could I do that two, two, even two nights? I, I have a physical. I don't even want to dislike someone as much as I dislike our machine gun Kelly. Like so, and and I and I might even. I never do karaoke. I'm too insecure for karaoke. Oh, it's I, the shit. I never, oh, I never do that shit. Right, but I could not watch. Are you kidding me? That he made that too easy for me. Um, okay. Yeah, I would do. I would obviously pick the latter, and I would have to do. The, the greatest karaoke song ever, which is totally clips of the heart. Yeah, there's so many one. parts yeah. to it. It's a great, as you know, it's like, a great one. Yeah. What's the shortest karaoke song? Love. Now I think we're falling <laughs> apart. Like that shit is the so best. Good. You know what I mean? Like there's just so it's so many pieces of it. And I need you now to think. Like I would also, do the it logistics you. of oh, could you imagine the rest of your life seven days a week? Well, I got oh. set aside that five minutes. I oh. know, like he's he's like check child. it out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but like to him, it's like a serious thing where he's like singing like uh, "Creep" by Radiohead. Oh, like I'm, so, he's I'm jumping so on tables and shit like that. Oh, like spilling one night, drinks. One night, he's desking. Desking. Oh, one time I had I did I did karaoke with with uh, people from my old job and my wife and I went. It's like this Japanese spot in Philly. And they have like the karaoke rooms and shit. And me and my wife did uh, Scream by Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson. And no one in the wow. room knew what the fuck the song was. <laughs> they had wow. no clue what we were doing. With such That's injustice, amazing. though, it makes you want to scream. They were like, oh, okay. So they had no clue what we were doing. It was great. <laughs> Father, please have so, mercy. I mean, I would, I would pick the same exact thing as you guys, but I think it would be fun to do it. Sure. One like, night, yeah. One, one night, night, yeah. I mean, one I'm not trying to spend no. time with that dude more than five minutes in my life. Exactly. But exactly. He definitely he was really like good shit. as Tommy Lee in the dirt. Oh yeah, he was good in um Bird yeah. Bird Box Blind Box. And, there you and go. He Let's was see good if... in, um, He was good in SLC Punk too. Oh my Speaking god. Of rappers turning actors. Excuse me. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. This is news to me that is kind of like a little groundbreaking. As there was an there was a sequel to. One of the greatest yeah, movies dude. ever made. Shouts to Matthew Lillard. Yo, without quite, yo, Doug, we're going to have to have you come back on and we're just going to do like a film watch of that movie because it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Not, a, not enough people have seen that movie, but I'm, I'm, I don't, I feel like maybe I want to erase the fact that you said there's a sequel, especially since Machine Gun Kelly is in it. And have you seen this movie? I, yes. I, no, 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 peep it. I saw the box at Blockbuster a zillion times and was always going to, pick it up and then we get and i would i would rent like buffalo 66 instead no, right man and no, then it would be on slc punk man it would be on like ifc or sundance and it'd always be like in the middle and you i was always like i can't thing. just yeah. jump in this movie in the middle nope and then you know 15 years go by and then i'll find a link for you i'll find a link oh for that'd you. be great i appreciate oh, it. it's a, it's such a great movie yeah, so, cool. so the just, story is for slc2 is um bob had knocked up trish before he died well, you just ruined the fucking movie for me. Thanks. I don't even it, know what he's like, talking about. I, I, I can't remember. I can't remember. Okay. Specifics well, and, like anyway, that it's like I, classic Bob move. Fucking classic Trish. Bob. Anyway, yeah, he knocked up Trish and it's about his kid. What year did the second one come out? Second one came out. 
2016. It's called Punk's nah, Dead. There's no way it's good. Punk there's no way it's good. No, it, no it's not. It's okay. not. We're going to pretend. Um, like but I, I interviewed the, the director when I was running Syphil.com. Nice. Uh-huh. Because there was like it was done for years before it dropped. Okay. Oh, he's, and, like, um, he's like mad we young in the movie, Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, he was mad young. This was like, I mean, this was probably filmed. Devin Sawa's in it again. Devin Sawa. Wow. See, you got to get him though if it's going to be a. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. Wow. John the Mod is in it again. All the all the all the big names are the back, acid, man. The acid scene from that movie is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, a really great movie. So. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll come back. We've got a lot more questions, guys. So. All right, we All can right, go. Cool. Uh, Listeners, check it out. Zilla Braca. Listen, as a shorty, I was playing in the front yard of a crib and I fell down and I bumped my head. And then somebody helped me up and asked me if I bumped my head and I said, yeah. So then they said, oh, so that means we're going we gonna to switch it up on it. And I said, yeah, a- Andrew. Andrew is the greatest. And knowing as a shorty, I was always told that if I ain't going to be part of the greatest, I got to line with the greatest myself. And that's Andrew. The Rain Knows What Is Doing album, available now. Cassettes are sold out, but we got CDs, beanies, dad hats, mugs. It's cracking. $3pistol.com for fans of Beck, Evidence, Buck 65, Daptone Records. If you're with it, spread love. People want the wild shit, we're going to give you some more. Andrew, the rain knows what it's doing. Available now. And we're back. Boom. We got a question from Uranium Kitsy, a.k.a. Kits Wilman. Sure. And he wants to know, or she wants to know. He or she. If they. you could eliminate one sound from hip-hop production, what would it be? Oh. Examples like the cowbell, reverse cymbals, acoustic guitar, etc. Wow. So many I mean, choices. Of the, well, so many choices, but of the sounds he threw out of there, my initial gut reaction was like acoustic guitar. It would <laughs> yeah. suck if that was gone, but like when, when I heard that, when that hit my ears, I'm like, there's not enough that there's I feel not like many good that acoustic would hurt. Guitar yeah, that would hurt the overall oeuvre. <laughs> You know, you can't take point. You would lose like sometimes I rhyme slow, sometimes I rock quick. It's about it hurts, it. one of my favorite songs. It does, ever. but it's a great song. You might, you might Wyclef also Jean lose songs that down. I really like. There's, There's a lot of Y Clef, a lot of Y Clef. I like Carnival. Oh, and a Carnival's a master. Oh, Carnival's a great record, man. That whole album is amazing to me. It's uh, such a good record. Yeah, yeah. My my first instinct was uh, the entire Swizz Beats era. Just that entire so like the sound. Triton sound, the Casio Triton like preset, <laughs> like money cash money. hose beat, worst beat of all. Fuck it, Rough see, Riders I, anthem is one of the yeah, worst I loved beats it all. of all time. I, can't rock I it love all, all that shit. Love yeah. Those beats are fucking terrible. Like his beats. Now I grew to appreciate him in like the early two thousands. Like bring him out when he like changed his style to be like whistles in the background and like him screaming and doing hooks. I love him. I love Swizz. So the production alone is corny if you separate it from the energy of the tracks and the rappers yeah. that he got on them like dmx is loud amazing. enough and the energy is there the songs are incredible yeah, like like exactly. dmx doing like what when they're gonna run yeah. what are we gonna vote you could do that on eddie Yo, listen, B and it would be amazing it's not there's a that lot beat. of old pharrell and neptune's beats that if you separate out the lyrics and just listen to the instrumentals they borderline on corny because of the, oh, yeah. the choices well, of sounds that they use. Well, Dove, you know what they were going for that what, whole the run? Vibe. 
Yeah. They were going for Steely Dan. Sure. Yeah. Whatever they were going so for. So it, it has cheesiness embedded. Like, that's just yeah. how it's going to be. <laughs> um, there, what are you uh, going to do, Alaska? What was the, I'm going was the, DJ oh, Khalid's voice. You say Ka- Khalid? You called him Khalid's yeah, voice. Khalid. Khalid. Yeah. TJ Khalid. Another one. His oh, voice but it's yeah, so embedded, though. Moving. It's so. Another one. I mean, all he does now is like what everyone does in their 40s, where they just take all the fucking rap songs from 97 yeah. and just put Rihanna on it. And then DJ just put Khaled it like a crab beat. Is a, is a movie producer version of a hip hop producer. <laughs> Oh, yeah, shit. he's a marketer. He's a marketing. Um, he puts money up and gets money back, and puts makes people connect at lunch and leaves. You know what I mean? Like, wow. he, yeah, that's... he he's a big fan. He, he's a big fan of the word synergy. You know what I mean? Like that's... Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I could lose the voice. It would disappoint me a little. Um, I'm sticking with acoustic guitar. All right, you go acoustic guitar. Alaska goes with Khaled's voice. It does hurt though. I go with 98 to 04 switch. <laughs> The whole Jesus everything Christ. he did. I, I that, gotta go. Not, I can't rock Sorry. that at all. No, I can't <laughs> rock with that. Either. I love the but. whole shiny Sudera. I, I, no, no, I love the shiny I, Sudera. I, yeah. I just don't like Swizz. And from that time, all every sound he picked, I hated it. Anyway, go on. <laughs> so Garfunkel, aka Simpleton underscore Prods, uh, wants to know better rap city commercials: Sprite or Saint Ides? Sprite. Sprite. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Wow, you had a lot of this is an age thing. This is an age thing. It is an age thing, yeah. This but no, it's thing. Saint, Saint it, was it's the also, first one. It's also it's also the the amount of content and the level of rapping on the the commercials. Yeah, but the sprite like, one there's, has there's Nas not and sprite AZ. Yeah, right, but, the, but they, there's Nas and AZ doing the wild style when shit. They came out. By the time we saw those, those people were already superstars to us. True. The Saint shit is more embedded in like the original. No, I think it's like, backwards. It I think you got it backwards because St. Ives had like Cube, Snoop, Wu Tang. Did St. Ives have Biggie? St. Ives had Biggie. Didn't they had they? Biggie, right? Yeah. Sprite Saint had like mixtapes. Yeah, like, people so make mixtapes out of their commercials. Nobody does that. To with, me, like, the St. Ives should just out. miss me. I think because I'm I'm like a little bit younger than than it could be. Uh, yeah, I mean I'm the old man here, right? Yeah, so like, resident, I'm 38 though. I'm not I'm that 39. much younger than you. Yeah, I'm that's 39. what I'm saying. Yeah, we're only we're only a little bit. Uh. Look, the Pete Rock and CL Sprite joint, crazy. Nas. Grand Pooba, Nas and AZ. That's that era of the Sprite shit to me is the best. Not the ones that did later with the fucking Five Deadly Venoms and Voltron <laughs> and so fucking bad. Karate. No. I like I how want... Vince Staples is the only guy who like recently rocked with Sprite. And he talks about Sprite all the time. You know, they asked him in an interview just a few days ago, like, have you ever had a Sprite? And he was like, nah. And the guy was like, what do you mean? He was like, fuck what I have a Sprite for. He's like, you can't say that. You work for them. He's like, yeah, I work for them. I don't have to drink it. <laughs> like- Dude, he, people will be like, new Vince Staples is trash. He's like, brother, I feel you. I hope you feel better. Go fuck yourself. Enjoy Sprite. <laughs> That's what he says every tweet. Go yep. enjoy Sprite. Vince Staples is the only uh, good personality on the level that he's at. He's He he exists to be famous off GQ and features every two years now and be like podcast. And he's great. New album. So here, here's who Sprite. I mean, who Saint Ives had? You ready? God damn it! What is this shitty website? I so know they smart. had Biggie. That was a big deal. They had the yeah. Lynch Mob. Sure. Wow. Eric B. and Rakim. Right. Cypress Hill. Right. Their commercial was amazing. I remember. It was that. like Kill a Man, Cypress Hill, Ice Cube, and the Ghetto Boys. <sighs> MCA and DJ Pooh. Ice Cube and EPMD. Tupac okay. and Snoop. Wu Tang. 
cube by himself. What years Biggie, were th- And then another Snoop solo job. What years were oh, wait. these? These were like 94. So what is the check looking like that in 94? Probably oh, wasn't like, that great. Nah, probably I mean, like five. Well, startup. Yeah, it was like five, possibly. It's and not going like to be a lot fi- of bread. That's like 15 by today's standards. So it's not yeah. like. And, but all those dudes were new and, and on shitty ass major labels. Like, Spike not even, was bigger check. That's for sure. Oh, I feel certainly. like it would yeah. be. Yes. But like if 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 you're Woo or Biggie, like your your label's not even giving you 15 fucking thousand dollars for your album sales. Yeah. So like and this is a day rate. What? You show up. Five, you, I mean, you show up. Right. You film for a day. You leave. So it's a day rate. Yeah. And you're doing maybe 12 to 16 bars. Yeah. If that. Right. Probably yeah. eight. And you More have like, to get it approved. This is one of those things where you have to get it approved. Like yeah. you can't even like. <laughs> oh my god! But they also had better dope, beats though, those were those were yeah whatever. I, that's a draw to me. Draw. Okay. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of these. There's no wrong answers. Okay. It's all about the firepower is there on both both brands. It is. Yeah. See, when I think of the spray ones, I tend to think of like the later era shit. For some reason, like, I don't even really remember the Nas ones. Wow, they were the first ones they were, yeah. like the, they were the best. Him and Az. See, I remember spot. like the KRS ones and stuff like that. KRS and MC oh, Shan. I think ones. that's not nah, not not nah. like they're in a button. Nah, those there. are the ones I remember. No, nah, like like the first wave of like Sprite. It was like the Grant Hill era of Sprite when he was yeah, like I a pitch man. That. All right, you missed out, bro. You look him up. Right. Grand Pooba one's crazy. All right, so we got uh, these two questions are kind of tied together. So they're basically about like encounters with you know, rappers or producers who are not personal friends or people that we know, but like, so the, the, the initial question is, you know, that they both ask are, you know, who are like the, the famous rappers that you like ran into in the street, rappers or producers. And then the, the, the sort of like nail on the question at the end is what was your most like sort of awkward experience meeting somebody like that? (laughs) Wait, um, meeting like an established person? An established person, somebody you don't know, like you just sort of like ran into them on the street. And you're like, oh shit! Oh, I got a funny for both my. So I didn't really? run it. Poison Pen ran into me literally <laughs> hard <laughs> while he was rushing out MF Doom from the BB King show. Oh, shit. Like they were like pretending like there was paparazzi out there. So they like had the jacket on him and they were rushing him into a yellow cab. And there were like a few people standing out there, but like nobody <laughs> knew where he was going to come out or whatever. And they just did it really fast. And I got like, <laughs> and uh, at that same show, most deaf with yes, before he was Yassi Bay, most deaf was there. And uh, I introduced myself to him and I'm a short guy. And it was shocking to me that he was like shorter than me. He's a he's a really short guy. Mm. Yeah. And I, it was just like, and it made me even more awkward as I was introducing myself to him. I was like, oh, <laughs> like well, this, is, this is weird to me. And he was wearing a fez, mm. <laughs> which is like a That's red top amazing. hat. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, uh, I met Army of the Pharaohs, Vinny Paz, at a strip club in Southwest Philly called Charlie's Dream. And this was the the throwback jersey era. So Vinny Paz and then we're there. And I was at this strip club every fucking weekend. Like me and my <laughs> friends went every because it was cheap as shit. You could go there at like you 18, 19. Shit. Yeah, like we were all working at a restaurant. <laughs> we would all work at a restaurant, get done like around like 11, 30, 12, go home and shower and link back up and go to Charlie's Dreams, hang out to like three, four in the morning. 
So I saw Vinny Paz and them there wearing like throwback, like Atlanta Hawks jerseys. And they were all fucking twisted there. But they were passing around an empty bottle of Moet. You know what I mean? It was it was a champagne <laughs> bottle, but it was empty. And they were passing around, like twisting it back, but there was nothing in it. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm like, yo, this is fucking Vinny Paz and Army of the Pharaohs. I'm like, I want to go say something because I was a fan of the, the Jedi Mind Tricks record at the time, uh, Violent by Design. And so I went over them before I left and I was like, yo, <laughs> I was like, yo, the song you got with Tragedy Gaddafi on Violent by Design is crazy. He was like drunk as fuck. He was like, word. I was like, yeah, all right. And I just bounced. <laughs> that was it. That was wow. it. Um, you before you go, Alaska, didn't yeah. you fucking perform at that show? Didn't you guys open did, for yeah. Doom? What you were talking about? I was like, Shit, I performed in that. <laughs> yeah, I saw. Mm, yeah. Uh, I saw you guys perform, and they threw the apple across the stage. Yes. Uh, <clears> and one caught it in his first mouth. try. Yeah, That's crazy. That was that was. Uh, we used to do that backstage. It was like just something fun to do. Yeah, Win had giant chompers, man. Yep, I remember that show. Yeah, they look like tombstones in his mouth. <laughs> um so so mine was either uh buckshot oh uh i ran into him in union square once Talk about small rappers like, very short yo that's what i'm saying really Dude See, was i wouldn't like, expect that he was like child size what like like legit like like looked like he could be in sixth grade <laughs> buckshot size. shorty that's his name yeah and then um i ran into prodigy on the street Mm. And um, like I, I passed him, and I was like, "Oh shit, you're prodigy!" Like I yelled it at the top of my lungs. I was like, what the "Fuck!" <laughs> and like gave me a handshake and like bounced out. And then um, I ran into Jay. Like he used to record. There was this bar across the street from my old job, and he used to record like in a building across the street from that. So it was like basically like a V. And he was coming out to his Maybach, and yeah. Hangar 18 just came out, and I just got the CDs, and I was at the bar. And I saw him and I came running out full speed. I was like, yo, Jay. And his bodyguard was just like, no. Mm. And the dude was like giant, like, you know, NFL tackle size. And he, I was like, can you give this to Jay? <laughs> and then, yeah, that, those are my three. Those are, that's a good. Oh, I, I want to toss one in very, very briefly. Shout out okay. to a friend of the show, Reef to Lost Cause, and, and a good rap friend in general. When Reef and I, like Reef and I have seen each other during COVID. I've seen him more than I've seen anyone else in my life. That's not a family member because wow. Reef lives like two blocks from me. So I've okay. seen Reef walking up and down my block for the last two years, almost every fucking day. We always like dap up each other and shit. And he's been That's on the amazing. show. Right. But yeah. in when I started doing shows in Philly, like Reef was big here because he was winning battles. He went to Scribble Jam. He had an album out and all that. But he used to work in Center City in Philly. And so did I. So I would see it. I think it was the last time he had like a real job. So I would see him like once every three, four months and I would know who he was, but he just looks so fucking pissed off and angry, like coming out like some law firm, wherever the fuck he worked. We're always wanting to say something, but he scared the shit out of me because he had like a don't fuck with me face. Yeah. So I'd always see him on the street. always be like, hey, you're I'd be like, oh, I just like put my head down. Yeah. And he had a look like it looked like he was looking at you, but he just was mad at the world because he hated his job or some shit. So later on, we when we got cool with each other, he was kind of like that still where he would always like look. He had like a sidekick. He would always be on his fucking sidekick. He would never like engage with you. He'd always be on a fucking sidekick texting bitches, whatever. 
And then finally, after like our 50th encounter, we became like homies. But he was very scary. They hate like walking <laughs> out of a job that he fucking hated. And then would, you know, go on tour with AOTP and Vinny Paz and all them. So shouts to them. It went full circle. There you go. That's shouts amazing. to Reef. <laughs> all right. So so Rhino, who has IG in LA Fire. Again, La Fire. Again, La Fire. Yeah, there you go. Um, he wants to know if rap was a stock market and you wanted to double your value of your portfolio in the next three years, which rapper and producer would you invest in? Arm and Hammer. Mm. Mm. Um, that's a safe bet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like they've already doubled. Yeah, they're not going down. Yeah. As far as I can tell, the, true. the trajectory has not changed since That's they doubled. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, I'm going to be a homer. I'm going to say Steel Tip Dove is my producer. Oh, shit. All right. Because um, when, he, when he said doubled in value in three years, like it's that's incredible to double your money. Yeah. Like if, if you get like 6 to 7 to 10% gains in a year, that's pretty amazing. So to double, like that's why I'm, I'm, it's hard for me to figure that out. But I think Dove... I think Dove is on that path as a producer. And I would have said that if he wasn't here tonight. So there you go. Um, rapper, double your money. Baby Keem. Uh, who is it? Baby Keem. I don't know them. You you know all this new flash shit. I don't know. Baby Keem, is. he had the track with Kendrick. I don't know it. Last, you know, a few months ago, Family Ties, the single with Kendrick. Don't know it. I know you're oh, oh, yes. I know. Yep. I know it's one. Yes. And everyone was like, oh, that's right. Kendrick Lamar is like literally one of the best rappers live. We we thought we forgot. <laughs> like he came back and destroyed <laughs> everybody with one verse. Fuck. Listen to that album. Listen to that baby Keem album. That's his cousin. He's 20. He produced Damn. most of it himself and he does the sing song Drake shit too. And, oh wow. Uh, I would I would invest. Okay. Nice. Who do you got, Lance? I, I can't. I, I'll I'll go back to it. I'll think of somebody. Um, Tyga. No, I'm kidding. Tyga. I was like, what? <laughs> that shit is fucking no, 10 cent um, stock, bro. He's he's cratered. Uh Mike. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, I like Mike. I think that he he has the potential. Uh Navy Blue is another dude. Um mm. oh, I got some and then as a producer, I'll go um I'll go with a with another, you know, sort of friend of the show, Messiah Music. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. My rapper is Teller Banks. Yeah. Mm, nice one. Yes. He's on okay, double. I gotta up. check because I keep seeing the name. Oh, Teller is stupid nice. Yes. You gotta go with Teller Banks. He's he's on me and Andrew's new record. He's on more records from the extended fam. Yes. Uh, Fuck with Teller producer's Banks. Producers hard. Bro. Producers hard for me. I don't know. Yeah, that's why I picked you, bro. Uh, let me look at my spot. You got the game in your hand. Um I don't know, man. Yo, I'm excited for Quelly Chris's new album. Oh, I was peeping it, bro. I was peeping it. Every single non-music friend I have, you know, I try to put them onto a lot of music, and it's super hit or miss. It's with 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 a lot of music friends, it's a little less hit or miss. Maybe something will grow on them, and they'll give it more chances because they're interested in music. My regular friends who aren't like in music, right? Anytime I play Quelly Chris's shit or like recommend the Quelly Chris to, to friends, they're like, who? Then they find it, they pull up their phone right away and they save it. Yo, he's the best. His dude. new shit is, is yeah, he's amazing. Dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fire. I only heard the first three, four songs on an advance, and it's 
is like a lot of singing. It's very melodic. I like it. So good. Yeah. What do you got next, Alaska? Okay, so next we got this is one for Dove only. <laughs> we got some Dove. We got some Dove centric questions coming up. This right, is I'm, from. I'm, I'm gonna take a piss. Go for it. I'll be right back. C4X. Um, he wants to know. Does Darko the Super get your weirdest beats? And if so, why? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, no, the honest answer to your question is not. Nah, nobody gets my weirdest beats. <clears throat> um, then that's not to mean I don't send my weirdest beats to people. It's just to mean I can't. I make too many beats, and I think I know too many rappers to, um, unless I'm specifically asked to, I don't put too much effort into trying to send the right beat to the right rapper. I just send beats that I'm like, this is a beat that I would love to hear a rapper I like, which is who I'm going to be sending beats to uh, yeah. rap on. And maybe they will, maybe they won't. So I send packs based on that. So okay. um, no, 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 no rapper gets like my weirdest beats on purpose. Uh, Darko probably is the, is the root cause for why you think that question needed to be asked. Darko fixes <laughs> the weird beats. Darko does I love Darko, man. Shout out to Darko. Oh my God. <laughs> um yeah yeah okay uh all right yeah, I, think so I, then, I think i i actually answered that question in a full sense which is where you did so yeah, you, you yeah. <laughs> uh so next one we have from uh employee shout out to employee um he goes by emp comp emp copium um and he has two questions one is your what is your name origin okay um so steel tipped dove I wonder if Zilla knows these people because um, it comes from a rapper. I stole it from a rap song and it's a okay. lyric. And uh, in the song, I think the context is that he's the rapper is talking about a woman. He's looking for his steel tipped dove. And uh, I had a production name at the time, J Fuse, okay. <laughs> which is part of me doesn't hate it, but it's bad. Um, uh, I mean, it, it really is like sort of. <laughs> The way too obvious. It. Yeah, because my name is J- <laughs> yeah Jay Fuzero. So that, yeah, but um, I took that turn of phrase. I just liked it. I really liked the song. I took the turn of phrase and just ran with it, and it became it became the name. And now I can't escape it, even though I wish I could for a, a often. Yeah, that's how I feel I, about I, Alaska too. Yeah, I often wish I could get rid of the name, but the name origin is from a song called "Lights Out Paris" by a rapper named Sims. Okay. Oh yeah, I know part of the Doom Tree crew. Yeah, I eventually got to meet him in person and be like, I I took the, my name from you. And he's like, Oh yeah, okay, cool. Like I kind of knew that. I was like, Thank you. That's all I needed. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I wanted to work with him. That um, that crew, you know, they 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 did not fare well. Um, no, they did not. Their founder became you know became known like yeah. a bit of an asshole. Um, but uh. And what was the question? Where is the name origin from? Okay, there you go. Yeah, so then, then his other question is, any future projects with Antoine? No. Or Antoine? I saw that question. No, Antoine is a sexual predator. He's sexual. He's been convicted of sexual assault. Ooh. Who is you Antoine? guys know Antoine? No. no. He was in Secret Circle with Lil Ugly Mane and Wiki. Oh, okay. Oh, whoops. He was a rapper. He was getting very, very popular. He was part of the whole Das Racist era. Um, he was on Epitaph Records. He formed. Sure. A, he formed. I didn't a, know the name. I just never heard him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now, nah, dude's a rapist and a scumbag. So, word. Okay. 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 So, um, that's a weird question. I looked at that guy's Twitter profile and it was like kind of trolly. 
Was... Oh yeah, I mean the Emp Emp goes back to like Phil Flavor and uh, Hip Hop Infinity. I don't know. And he he was like, I know him personally. Okay. Like someone, right. he's he's a good dude, but um, you know, he sort of just like fucks with everyone. Yeah, he was like go. Machine Gun yeah. Kelly is better than uh, Kendrick Lamar or something like that. And the first <laughs> thing I saw on his on his, I was like, why is he asking me about Antoine? This feels weird. Oh my yeah. god! Because that was like a big article in Pitchfork and everything. Okay. Those dudes were really popular, Wiki and uh, oh, yeah, I love Wiki, man. Shouts to Wiki. They shut that group down when they found out that. that Damn. Yep. That's uh, so yeah, no. That's uh, good, so man. the answer to the question, no, nah, nah. Moving um, hard, no. Damn, I just had a question. I think I I un- unchecked it. It was, fuck, I forgot it. Sorry. Un- unchecked. Uh, so if we forgot your question, um, I had it in like the bookmarks, and now it's just lost in the history, and I'm not gonna. Um, so another dub question: What rapper who you haven't worked with would you want to produce a full album for? Mm. Any any rapper that I want to work with, I definitely want to do a full album. So like, um, Vince Staples, Earl Sweatshirt, Danny Brown. You know, I feel like given the opportunity, there'd be something in the pack where they'd be like, "This is weird. You made this shit," and then we could make some some <laughs> some songs. Uh, um. But those are the three that come to mind right away. Dope. Okay. Uh, I don't know. There's there's too many to think of or name. Please, that, Earl but... Sweatshirt, work with Dove because then I may fucking enjoy one of your albums for the first time since. Oh uh, no, Sick was good. Sick was good. Sick was really good. Like uh, I said, Earl Sweatshirt, work with Steel <laughs> Tip Dove so I can enjoy one of your fucking albums front to back for the first time since Doris. Thank you. Um. But yeah. Um. Yeah, that's that's I don't know. All right. I feel like <laughs> so, I uh, three is a lot. You know, I could have said just one, but three is a lot. I feel really uh, bad for I'm sure there's maybe people listening that wish I would have said other people, but I, I'm on the spot and a little stone. So I'm just going to move on. Nice. There you go. All right. Um, so Hoodie Guthrie, a.k.a. Paul Goodbrand, wants to know, you can only save one from the fire. What would it be? Beats or rhymes? <sighs> What does that's so meta? Oh, right. Uh, uh, no, beats. I guess I, I gotta save beats. Yeah, I, I because beats. like I couldn't go all day just listening to unfortunately the best fucking acapellas in the world aren't gonna yeah. sustain right. me uh in yeah. terms of living my life. So beats as well. Yeah, yeah I, shout well, out to the producers. About, like, they're they're often <laughs> this is a win yeah, for the producers how, how many rappers that are great rappers that just can't pick beats? Are you checking? No, I mean you, we talked about the Wu Tang, we talked about Nas, we talked Cannabis. about uh, we yeah. talked about a lot of them already. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So put me with in touch with Ghostface. There you That's go. That's another one that I would love to. God, imagine nah, dudes bro. like that just started reaching into the underground. They're, they're, they're a major they label, bro. They're, they're too major. I I'm not talking about the yeah. practicality of it for them. Oh, I'm I talking about saying. the artistry of it. It would be. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it'd be incredible! It'd be really artistically fulfilling for everyone, but yeah, they just think it's a step down. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know. I know. All right, it sucks. All right, so um, let's let's drop one more, and we'll take a quick break and come back, and we're almost done, actually. Boom! So, all right, uh, Elohim grins, aka Duggo eighty one, wants to know: Lineage of greatness, Redman, why or why not? Uh, I think I think his name has been shot down in the co-op culture text thread. Yeah. 
Um, for reasons I don't quite grasp, I think um, his first three albums are fucking phenomenal. I think everything after that is either okay to well, where does unlistenable. Blackout fit? Where does Blackout fit into that? Oh, uh, man. That's a great quote. Him and Meth. Blackout is fucking in- awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. His first three albums, phenomenal. Doc's the name. Kind of cool. Very weird. Fun. And Blackout rules. And then everything after that is a shit show. Like horrible. As a person who bought Red Gone Wild on CD release day at Best Buy and don't remember anything about it. And Malpractice is trash. Like he's got the longer he goes, the harder it is to justify the greatness of the first six years. Producers, man. Producers. But he's a producer. That's the crazy Uh, part. Okay. Uh, My statement stands. Imagine he reached out. (laughs) Get, get yeah. him with Prince Paul. Get him with Prince Paul. <sighs> Good call. Could you imagine? Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. But he's yeah. he's also like just bad at rapping now. Like really bad. And I love this dude. He gets these normal beats, the same beats all the time. It's like nothing's challenging. Yes. You know, but like he's like, no, uh, he's like no new pockets or anything. From no. The get him out with like Mad Lib or something. Yeah, yes. something weird, man. Something weird yeah. like that. That would be crazy. Or like knowledge. Weird. Knowledge or no. Mad Lib. One of those there's dudes. So many, there's so many producers, but but this is this is what we were saying. That that you know. So he, I, I think Red Man's more a we need to talk about. He's part of that series. Yes. To me. I don't I don't think he ever hit greatness. Like not think... not like when you have like that sort of heralded ground, like for um what was the last one we did? We did um well, we, we, we just... ghost face. We did Ghost, uh, we did, did Prodigy, 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 we did Ray, Prodigy. Then we did Nas early on. Uh, we did Nas, obviously. yeah. We did uh, uh, D'Angelo. D'Angelo. Yeah, so no one's we coming. We haven't done yeah, Red Man's yet, not, which is wild. Yeah, Red Man is not even coming close to any of this no. uh, level. So He's a tier no, below. He's not, he's not Phil Collins. And this is, and I love Fat Joe. Fat Joe. Yeah, we did Fat Joe. Oh, see, I don't even agree with that one, but. <laughs> Fat Joe was more for longevity, I think, than anything. But, but Fat, Fat Joe's Fat Joe's boring. Fat Joe's highs aren't as high as Redman, but his lows are like Redman's lows are catastrophic. It's yeah. it's really sad. Where and Fat Joe Fat again. Joe is the Jason Bateman of rap. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I fuck with Jason Bateman way more than. Joe, but <laughs> but he's just had like a long career, yeah, you know, yeah. kind of always fun to have around. Yeah, like lean back. I mean, yeah, dude, lean back. all like, the way up. Like, you didn't, you didn't fuck with all the way up. Like, oh, I Thanks. do. I do fuck with all the way up. Those like uh, your real yeah. shit. What's the last Red Man song that actually penetrated any culture anywhere? Fucking let's get dirty nah, yeah, with Christina Aguilera. We agree. No, his agree verse on um on like your whole crew's yellow like mustard packs. Yeah, but that that's that? that's that that's on the W album. That's album what I'm saying. Red Bull. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah, I don't see Red Man that getting a. Uh, he's just like a, he's like a great character, you know, with the yeah. MTV Cribs and Bride of Chucky and all that shit he did. But greatest MTV crib of all time. Oh, he yeah. easily. Oh my god, yeah. not even a contest. Not even a contest. No, no, that's the best. It might be top ten MTV moment of all time. <laughs> there's uh there's also who I think either Styles in the cab on Punk, where he just gets him, walks out. <laughs> was it Styles? Well, from the last. Po- yeah, I think it was Styles, or could have been. Uh, uh, anyway, oh. one a rapper. I'm pretty sure Styles P. 
on Punk. You remember Punk with that? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Just eventually, he just gets so fed up that he's just like, "I'm out." He gets out of the cabin. Just like, I think I saw. They, it, yes. Then they have to end it because it's like, "Oh, I, he's actually going away." Like, Yo, real quick, <laughs> do you know why they like they canceled Punk? Nah. Because it was because of the Black Eyed Peas. They got punked they and wouldn't let him. So the Black Eyed Peas got punked because it was like Ashton and them were like having like fake cops pull them over and like search them. And so they were like searching them and the Black Eyed Peas just started whooping their ass. Oh, my God. Yes. They started beating the shit out of them. That's so they had to cancel the fucking show. Expect that from the Black yes. Eyed Peas. Like yo, That's they used awesome. to roll with Easy E, bro. Like that shit ain't no, sweet the, all the, the time. Kanye's tough as shit. The Kanye one was crazy. Do you remember that one? <laughs> nah. He yanked the fucking shit right out of the cop's hands. The cop took the uh, tape, the reel. They were shooting on film. Oh so shit! If you lose that film, you're fucked. You shot all day or whatever. Right. He fucking yanked the shit right out of the cop's hands and ran. Oh my god! <laughs> the jumped into a van. They almost not. They almost hit oh. the guy with the van, like they he fell and shit. And then that came out on the Netflix Jesus documentary. No, they, they, none of that was on there. On oh the darn! Well, it was all for naught. Um, it was on the punk shit. <laughs> punk Kanye. Matthew Perry one was crazy too. Matthew Perry. <laughs> Holy shit! You're bringing it back, dude. Matthew Perry. All right, what was the question? Wow. I don't even. Know. Red man. It was anyway, the. We wrapped it up. It was we the red man up. question. Yeah. Greatness, yeah. yeah let's let's do our last break then and we'll wrap up wrap yeah up yeah fire. let's do the last break and then we'll 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 home stretch this bitch mailbag at Colham culture we'll be back oh. with steel dip dove um has this ever happened to you you go to drink a hot drink but it's too hot and it burns your mouth oh, God damn it. so you cool it down with an ice cube but the ice cube is haunted now you hear the voice of the governess echoing through your head even though she's been dead for hundreds of years. Now you're at work. Your boss is talking to you, but all you can hear is, I know who killed me. I know who killed me. You've got to help the governess. But you won't be able to. Not while your boss is talking. Not while he's alive. Now you're on the run. It'll be nightfall soon, and you only have an hour left of kerosene in your flashlight. Why did you buy a flashlight that runs on kerosene? You hear the sirens in the distance. It won't be long now. Luckily, there's a solution. Call Me When You're Outside, the new album by Steel Tip Dove is available now on Backwood Studios Records. Limited run of vinyl and CD is available on backwoodstudios.com. Digital album available on all digital streaming sites. Daisy Age, a.k.a. Camo Bucket Hats, wants to know, mm. what are the absolute, undeniably worst tracks by true school artists that are universally revered? So I think we need to clarify something before we answer this question. Okay. Does he mean the tracks are universally revered or mm. the artists are universally revered? Read it again. I think he meant the tracks. Okay. See, I thought he meant the artists. So I what are the, the absolute... Artists. What are the absolute worst tracks by true school artists that are absolutely revered? There's no commas in there to okay. separate it. Okay. Um, so our choice to make is whether we think it's the worst, whether the song is revered or the artist is revered. Either way, yeah. I mean, it, it works kind of the same okay. way because if a song is revered at that level, it's likely the artist is probably revered at least at one point they were. So yeah, but it has to be the worst of the revered. Tracks. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a popular artist, worst song, like, yeah. Um, 
That's really hard for me. Uh, let's see. I know my 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 bet my my choice is a uh, Wet Dreams by J Cole, <laughs> where the whole song's about how, like getting boners and shit in school. Oh. It's like so. Is it really? The whole song is, and he's rhyming on the fucking impeach the president drums in like 2014 on a oh, major man. label. It is. And it's off the album um, 2014 Forest Hills Drive, which was like the first J. Cole album I, I pretty much enjoyed at that time. And I heard that song. I'm like, this is cheesy as fuck. And then like three months later, I heard my coworker in her office playing it. That's I'm like, oh, here it is. I would love to be able to enjoy J. Cole. Uh, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, the whole song's about like him like busting nuts in school. It's fucking terrible. It's so cool. Bad. That's awful. Yeah. Um, what do you what do you got, Doug? You got anything? Uh what was that like rock album Kid Cuddy put out? Oh god. Oh uh. <laughs> 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 no, listen, I fucked with Cuddy big time. And oh, you know, okay, I have an answer. Okay. I love it's not it's uh off kilter from the actual answer it's not a real answer king cuddy has one of my favorite of his albums it's called passion pain and demon slaying <laughs> sure wow such a bad album. wow like, i can't believe how bad of an album name that is passion- for how much oh. i love the album it's got uh... two andre's features on there <laughs> Uh, that album is incredible. That's that album name sounds like it was written by a middle schooler. Passion, pain, and yo, w- yo, when he shows up on the new Push album, it's embarrassing. Yeah, it's not He's good just like, because hmm. anything Kanye Kanye touches sounds like anything he t- Kanye touches nowadays sounds like fucking shit. He's fucking horrific trash. Oh um, boy, I'm gonna go with anything from the beastie boys so i'm gonna go sabotage that's that's not new school that's from 94 what the fuck are you talking about every time i remember yeah true school it came out 86 but you just hate what what do you think true school is what what, the 30 years ago is true school yeah that's what true school is nah bro like i just thought true school meant like a legitimately popular artist like Like, we're naming people from like oh nine 2014 that's you're like you didn't understand the question oh, yeah but you just it. deeply hate the beastie boys yeah like that's <laughs> whack <laughs> Wait, I'm not- they came out in 86 you're like true school they're old school that's old that is a definition of old school no, they they came out- so then we need to define what true school is i have hit me hit me what's true school no i'm, I'm just wondering what are, what are we considering true school not 1986 not a group from 86 that can't be true school bro i disregarded the true school phrase from my Yo, they open I mean, for thinking about it they opened for Madonna on the Like a Virgin tour. Okay, how is that so, true school? <laughs> so it's more that sounds of pretty a true state school. of mind, actually. I've just got the definition. Uh, it, it's like it's like Rachel Dole is that it's a state of mind. Right, go on. It's <laughs> loosely defined in this terms of hip hop and its purest intentions. Hip hop that has nothing to be ashamed about. That is not. Uh, that is. Not. I think that when you're using this true is school, from all hip hop. This was defined by all hip hop. When oh, you're using true school hip hop, I think you're just saying like it's legitimate. It doesn't matter what era. Uh, all right. Okay, so yeah. I, I'll take back my. I would because I would define them as old school, but go ahead because they're okay. The I mean, they've been around forever. You yeah, know, most forty years. <laughs> they're horrible. Um. So it's so funny because I have opinions like that as well, where it's like delivered so objectively (laughs) and it's so objectively an opinion. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's so obvious, like they're good to so many people. You're just like, no, they're it's a fact that they're bad at music. It's like, well, (laughs) 
Um, shit, man. Um, so now it's got to be something good. Um, what about Nas? So much of Nas's shit is so yeah, like it's so bad. Is he true school too? He's thirty yeah, years old. Of course. Old what do you mean? How can Nas not be true? Yeah, he's true school. True school is a state that, of mind. That, that bro. term is throwing me off. That term's man. really throwing you off, bro. I don't get it. it. Is. What is? Yeah, like. I'm not Dude, you think J. Cole? Nobody talks about J. Cole. Yeah, J. Cole's not true. He's one of the biggest the fuck? artists in the world. What are you talking about? Nobody, nobody talks nobody about, J. Talks about J. Cole. Nope, talk not about in the J. true Cole. school I'm gonna look context. Him up on Spotify. Sure. I'm going to show you people talk about this motherfucker, unfortunately. I'm not debating that whether he's popular or not. Nobody's calling Only him people that school. talk about, about uh, J. Cole are people that like stop listening to rap in like 92. He's like the Foo Fighters for rap. Nah, you're <laughs> like the way like old dudes are like rock. Died with Pearl Jam. Uh, young young people love J Cole. Yo, like, this yo twenty nine million listens a month on Spotify. Yeah, Jesus like three Christ, <laughs> twenty nine million. That's three dudes in bots. Um, <laughs> shit. I guess I will pick. Uh, Sorry, Miss Jackson. How's that? Is that cool? Wow, I love that song. Yeah. But, wow, I love uh, that song. I, I just never need to hear it, it again. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, fucking yeah. need to hear it again. Fair enough. Yeah. It's like one of those Fair songs. Enough. Like, why do we have to play that Outcast song? Why it's like is a Weezer. It's like the way it's played on the radio. It's like the way we that dude from Weezer described how he had a formula to write a pop hit. Oh, yeah, like, that's what "Sorry, Miss Jackson" sounds like a pop yeah. hit. Like, it, Fair enough. Perfect. All right. Perfect. I guess it's true. I just true school. Sure. So so let, let's shift gears. That's gonna be my, my new band camp tag. Can't true be school J. Artist. Cole can't be outcast. It can't be Beastie Boys. It can't be what is true school to I you, don't man? fucking know. Shouts to Master. Hat. Anything produced by True, true Master. Master. <laughs> I love True Master. Shouts uh, to It's an album by True from No Limit and True Master. <laughs> the true real untouchables, TRU. They're the best. <laughs> Um, all right, so Subbo, I think that's how we pronounce his name. Have we settled on Sub- that? Subbo, Subdo. Yeah, S U B O E. So he wants to know what are who are some of our favorite lyricists outside of hip hop? Favorite lyricists outside of hip hop? Yeah, yes. Tom Waits. Tom Waits. Yo, I was hmm. gonna say Tom Waits. That's funny, man. Uh, yeah, Tom's great. Um, Leonard Cohen is great. Uh, you know who lyrically I really love too? Iron and Wine. Mm. He's really fucking dope. Um, man, really man. Like, who is it? Man, man. You guys know man. Oh, man, man. Isn't it? Yeah, they were like, I haven't listened to them in forever. Such a good band. They might be a film. I like a, like Frank Turner's first two records. They're like really, really well written. I'm not super. Oh, Frank Ocean. Sure. Yeah, he's a fucking yeah. amazing writer. There's like just so many. Yeah, I don't. That's such a. Once yeah. you start thinking about it, you're like, oh, everybody. Like, I don't know all my yeah. favorite songwriters that don't make it up. <laughs> Somebody I just got into the last few months, PJ Harvey. Man, she's a fucking great yeah. throwback. Is she it's active? Great, yeah. Is she releasing current? Oh, she music? puts out shit like every two years. I really? I started from I the beginning with that. her. Oh my god! Yeah, well, wow. So so I have one that you guys think I'm probably think I'm gonna be joking about. Taylor Swift. She has amazing fucking lyrics. Sure, I know phrasing. a lot of people whose 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 opinion I really held in high regard. Who were like, "You have to give it up to her. She's like a writer." Yo, you know, you know who's yeah, an amazing I, writer? It was Amy Winehouse. Oh yeah, Woo. like the writing was like sad but good. Uh, Fiona Apple. Outside sure. of hip hop, outside of rap, Drake I yeah. think is a phenomenal writer. I love Drake. 
love and I'm serious. Um, like he writes pop songs that I think. Yeah, are like, I love that shit. It's perfectly it. dialed in to make him more famous. Like I'm not talking about him as a rapper or hip hop artist, but like I, as I love his rhyming, writer, bro. It's brilliant the way they produce things like in that context. Yeah. Ozzy era Black Sabbath is really <laughs> I'm dead serious, man. I that hear you, man. I'm like... not. I'm, I don't think you're fucking with me. Yeah. You ever um, fuck with uh, Harry Nilsson? Brilliant. He's so yo, funny. So cool. funny. Yeah, it's just very so like good. tongue in cheek. It's um, very playful. His writing. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Harry Nilsson is incredible. Uh, Tom Waits is the king, though. He has, you said it first. I was gonna say yeah. it too. Like, who's funnier and like more like? Yeah, it's like. That's why me and Prem are friends, bro. That's it. Bro, that's kind of part of why me and me and Prem are friends as well. That first album, I produced two tracks on that album. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. On that was, Mark's Wild Years. Yep, I had my first credit with Woods ever on that joint. Mm. What which Tom Waits song did you? Uh, uh, I did Christmas remember. card from a hooker for one. Oh, you did that shit. And you then fucker. something where he says she took all my money. I don't know if that's the name of the song though. I think I sampled from Swordfish Trombones. Ooh. And um, are you a Waits fan, Tim? Are you... I mean, I I enjoy him, but I'm not like deep diving in him. Okay. Oh man. Yeah. I'm I'm rereading his book now, uh, Innocent When You Dream which is a collection of interviews from like the late seventies through like the early two thousands. Yo, you need get... to watch oh. his um, fishing with John episode. What is that? Yo, do you know, do either of you know about fishing with John? Nah, no. There's a songwriter named John Lurie. You guys know John Lurie? No. I've heard the name. Okay. He oh. had an HBO show a long time ago called fishing with John. Uh, he would just take like Dennis Hopper out fishing and they would talk borderline interview but it was like weird right probably only lasted a season or two because it was really meta and weird it was on tv it was on hbo bro. oh <laughs> tom shit. waits was a guest um the guy i just said pretty famous ass people go fishing on. with this guy and right fishing with john it was a little boring and weird not now the modern version is chilling island those those guys yeah that, you know, despot and the cutest right. yeah. it's, uh, i mean but a if, you, if you're a tom waits fan watch fishing with john with tom waits that's awesome yeah, i pull it up Cool. What's the next question, bro? Cool. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Let me get back to the, the page. Fishing with John. <laughs> crazy right, why so... that didn't catch on. Fishing <laughs> with John. <laughs> so Big R and SD has a, oh, has a handful of quick shots for us. My guy. So first one's for Dove. Any new stuff with shirt on the way? Um, you know what's funny is uh, he, he tweeted or he put out an Instagram post a couple weeks ago or something he's like nine new songs grammy winning producer and i'm like yo who is this <laughs> who's he working with i want to know i'm a big shirt fan i mm. sent him beats after he put that out and he's like let me get this one but i doubt we have anything coming out mm. i don't know i would love to but yeah shirt is the man all right so uh and nba finals who's everybody got uh celtics and warriors that's not even your team the sixers aren't making the finals oh, okay <laughs> nah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The Celtics Jets. and the Warriors. Yeah. The Jets. Jets. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, we've done the thoughts on Pusher T's already. Yeah. Um, and then uh, so he wants to know his wife is out of town for the weekend. What inappropriate movie should he show the three-year-old? SLC Punk. <laughs> oh, good one. Yeah. Um, Little Monsters with fucking Fred Savage. And Howie oh, Mandel. Shit, wait, why is that inappropriate? Was it? Because that movie's word. wild and appropriate. 
for anyone like, like under 14. That shit yeah, is kind of scary, up. right? It's yeah. fucked up. And there's one part where he like pisses in a kid's drink and a kid drinks piss in school. Oh, that's it's fucked up, man. The movie's right fucked now. up. Yeah, it's fucked up. I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess uh fear and loathing in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> That'll just look like a carnival to a three-year-old. It might not even yeah. be that scary. Yeah, yeah, gummo. Like, I, gummo with a gummo. harmony correct. That's too yeah. banal. That also will just get boring. Spring breakers. <laughs> There you go. Gucci main. Terrifier. Terrifier. <laughs> All right. So uh, then we have an, another quick round of questions. Tweets Van Zant wants to know, aka Crunch Rap Crunch up, brother. Rap Supreme Clientele wants to know. Dove in Alaska, are you gonna do an album? <laughs> Listen, no, you don't answer that question. question. My no. Yeah, I mean look, at, we, at we've been talking time. about it for a while and it's on me. So, but we will. Um, favorite Air Max. 97. Never owned a pair. Yeah, I never owned a pair either, but the originals. I don't know. Um, 97. What's everybody's walk-on song? Like, if you're a guest on a talk show or, you know, if you're going to, to the plate to bat, what's the song that you go with? Um, you know, it's funny. When when I was really into baseball and playing baseball in all these different leagues, I, I was at a minor league baseball game once, me and my buddy. And we, we, we said this to each other. We were like 16 years old. We we're like, yo, what would your at-bat song be? And he picked some song. And this when this song was cracking, so I said it, and I never forgot it. It was like, Karis One Step Into The World Puffy Remix. Wow. Because <laughs> it had like an ill, it had like the, the puffy. How'd they clear that sample? Dun, 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 dun. And it had like the um the Bismarcky scratches in it. And it had like Puffy and and, and KRS, and I was like, yeah, that's gonna be my app app music when I make the majors. And I'll never forget that. So there you go. I remember uh, there was somebody on the Phillies that had Work by Gangstar, and I'm like, that is the best fucking app. And hearing that in a stadium, I think it was Jimmy Rollins. It was amazing. It was him or someone. I think it was Jimmy Rollins. It was great hearing that on speakers. So. But yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Karis one step into a world. Puff Daddy Rubix. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, though? Oh, uh, Ock and Yelly. Put it in your mouth. Okay, nice Motherfucking one. Man. I'm going with uh, "In the Summertime" by Mungo Jerry. <laughs> Rapo Jerry. In the summertime, raping little twelve year olds. Creepo, rapo. All right, creep by Radiohead is my backup. Oh my there god. There you go. And, and he, his last question is your your. Uh, go-to pizza topping it depends what kind of pizza we're saying if if it's a red pizza meaning with sauce i'm, I'm a classic guy pepperoni mm. if it's a white pizza which is you know just cheese i'm a big broccoli and chicken guy on the white mm. pizza and you got to put uh, the garlic in the oregano and parm and a little bit of uh, pepper gonna go yeah i think pepperoni and onions okay Ooh. And pineapple's um, fine. The way people react to pineapple is if it's not just like a weird thing, like as if other things aren't weird to put on other foods. Right. Yeah. Pineapple's good on pizza. I don't know. Pineapple's good on anything. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's pineapple. I've never it's weird pineapple that pineapple can be hot and be good, but it can and always is, yeah, no matter how it. hot it gets. It's like real pineapple. Yeah. Is the best way to just literally off the grill. Yeah. Oh, it gets <laughs> a little caramelized on it too. Come on. Ooh. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, salami and onions. Yeah, salami. salami really- what, what year were you born? Forty six. Dude, there's, there's salami this pizza place and onions. 
There's a pizza they place upstate it, that's that why. makes uh, it with like salami on it. It's fucking amazing. It's like pepperoni, but like a little different. Yeah. It's like the different. Oh, it's nice. They fry or it. Or bacon. Okay. Bacon is good on pizza too. I mean, yeah, bacon solid. Bacon's good on it. It's kind of undefeated. All right, so I don't even know if this is a question more that just something when I read it blew my mind. I never, I never saw this. So, <laughs> Liber Radish uh, wants to know: Has anyone ever pointed out that Good Kid, Mad City, and Prince Among Thieves are basically the same album? A concept album. Uh, they hit all the same beats. Aspiring rapper seeks record deal with legendary producer, freestyles, demo in car, gets detoured in the streets, etc. The only difference is Good Kid, Mad City uh, has a happy ending while Prince Among Thieves ends in tragedy. Yeah, Breeze gets killed. Um, yeah. It's very different only because they don't... Like, I've listened to Good Kid. I have the record right over here. It, it doesn't have as many characters and set pieces and tropes and stand-ins where people are playing the characters. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, like... MC8 kind of plays a part on the album where he's kind of like the OG on the block who's like running the streets, but that's really it. Like, there's no one else to put it to put it a little less. It's there's less skits, there's yeah. there's more skits, but less detailed skits. Yes, like so. There's like voicemail skits where he's talking to his mom and he's talking to yeah schoolboy Q about doing shit. It's a it's quite a parallel. It is. I, mean, yeah, I, I is. give him a it's fucking crazy. A for effort. I would. I'm gonna. I would ask Paul Barman that question because I think he's into both albums and he like has like a weird hyper knowledge of the Prince Paul shit. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I'm trying to think like I just think good kid. I never realized I never realized the similarity. So shouts to him. That's pretty fucking good. Yeah, it's pretty pretty solid, right? Um, Wasn't Michael Rappaport in one of them? Probably no. so. Yeah, did I he talk he about that in the Mike Eagle the podcast? No, oh, that was Everlast. Oh, that's right. Okay, sorry. <laughs> that's guy. fucked up. You confused <laughs> Everlast for rap. I thought it was. Uh, I that sounded right to me. Yeah, yeah. It, it felt right when I said it. It's totally wrong. It's completely wrong. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm happy to admit that it's wrong, but it felt right. <laughs> oh, that's <some> shit. <laughs> It's like one of those Berenstein, Berenstein Bears things. Yes. Everlast Michael Rappaport. Same person. Um, All right. So this is the last question. And we kind of already answered, like, answered it a little bit. Actually, no, it's actually completely flipped around. Never mind. What is the weirdest fan interaction that we've had with a fan? Fan. And then there's a follow-up question. Fan. Alaska, you're the most famous person on the pod. What was your most awkward fan interaction? Um. I signed a dude's artificial leg once. <laughs> like he got he got back from like Iraq and he was like, yo, can you sign my leg? He took it off. What? He took it off and he was like, he was like, um, the song uh, uh Boombox Apocalypse. He's like, that song got me through it all. And wow. Like, he signed his leg. I was like, wow. Dog, he's uh, if he's listening, yo, hit us on Twitter or DM us or leave an iTunes review, bro. If he's listening. That's and crazy. then, um, yeah, that was my weirdest one. Fan interaction. All right. So I've what never, I, I don't know. I never really had shit like that. I've been in situations where, um, because I know somebody more famous than me at a show, mm. other people will come up to me and talk to me and be like, "Could you introduce me?" I'm like, "They're standing right here. Just go walk one more foot. Here, I'll lean back and you try to <laughs> introduce it. They're, they're clearly like here, like." Um, 
but yeah, not I. I don't. I, I haven't had a fandom, and I don't. I don't go out. You know, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't have. By the way, this is this is a question from Art Fox, aka uh, Ono Mar Fifty Two. Shouts to him. That's my guy right there. Um, You really do actually know a lot of these people. Maybe not personally, but you spoke to them online, right? A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and I met him personally, so that's my guy right there. Um, Word word. uh, Awkward fans. Um, No, I can't think of like something like along those lines. I've I've had like awkward interactions like for like features and shows, shit like that, but not as like you know me being like up on a level above somebody mm-hmm. oh okay real okay. quick i do i do i, I just realized something so uh, a dude that i used to record he was younger and then he reached back out to me like last summer and we reconnected i didn't talk to him like 10 12 years and he was trying to get me to reconnect with a dude from my old rap group who i haven't spoken to in like 12 years and i was like why are you you know we're like talking shit about basketball he's like He's like, fam, like I looked up to you guys. Like you were like my heroes. Like I'm trying to reunite you guys. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah. And he was like quoting things I said to him when I recorded him. He's like, you taught me how to record and do things this way. And then your one album and all that. And I was like, oh, (laughs) why didn't you say this at the time? (laughs) Yeah, I was like me, like me me and him kicking. Shouts to Johnny. J-O-T-S. He's a a really dope battle rapper, actually. But he, uh. He's like, I forget how much younger years he is. It made me realize like, oh, like I, I made a difference to like a couple of random people in the Philly rap scene yeah, in 2008 or some shit. But me and him like kicking now. He's a Celtics fan, even though he lives in fucking Pennsylvania, which you know sickens me. But uh, shouts to him. Shouts to Johnny. All right. And then the second part of that question is, is there anyone that you've ever fanned out on? Oh, I'm sure. Are you kidding me? I'm sure. <sighs> like when, we, when you meet them, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, like somebody that you met that you like fanned out on. Uh, in music, I'm not even sure. Uh, I remember like I've met comedians back in like the early UCB days. I'd be like, "Yo, you're this fucking comedian." <laughs> um, um, nah, I don't, nah, nah. I'm too cool for that, man. You guys know me. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just too cool for that shit. What do you got? Uh, you're the coolest, man. <laughs> and I've never met uh, Frank Ocean, so I've never had a fanboy moment. <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you got, Alaska? Um, I mean, I've told the story before about like when, um, I, I mean, I've I've like met like like Stevie Wonder and shit in like oh, uh, shit. a guitar center, <laughs> and I was like, oh, what? I was like, oh, that's Stevie Wonder, cool, and like I left um because i don't know i'm not like bugged out by like big celebrities right like i'm just like yeah whatever um but crazy though it's weird like little like niche people that i meet i'm like oh shit like i was like that when i first met Pumpkinhead. i was like and it was based off of like his promo on stretch and bobito i'm like (laughs) oh shit you're Pumpkinhead. um and then so i was at um a birthday party for my daughter's friend i feel like i've told this on the podcast yes. a million times yep. you're like zilla's like yeah i don't want to hear this yeah, shit again yeah just tell it quick for me on other parts I, I, so I, I thought on other shows too you've told this yeah story, so go for it so oh, i mean, basically it's like there's this movie called over the edge that i loved that was like um it was like an hbo mainstay back in like the 80s when i was a kid uh-huh. and um I watched it anytime it was on. And it was about like these kids that like were from the city, like their parents fled. 
to like this place called New Granada. It was supposed to be like this suburbs where everything's safe, Yo, but there's I, nothing for the kids to I, do. So they fucking rebelled. Sounds like, so familiar. And um, so I was at a birthday party. It was like, I'm awkward around like, you know, other parents. At least I was back then. Now I don't give a fuck. So I'm not that awkward. Um, but they had a poster of it in their house. And I was talking with the husband. I was like, oh, I love that movie. That movie is great. He was like, I was in it. And the second he said that, I was like, oh, you're Claude. Like I knew who he was immediately. And then like the weirder shit, like as we got to know, like we became very good friends with him. Yeah. Like I dressed up like his character when we went out on Halloween together. Oh my God. But everybody thought I was a minion because I just said like, well, it is funny that he, guy he had overalls with a yellow yeah. shirt. Oh, there it is. And yeah. all, the, all the kids were like, you're a minion. I was like, no. Claude from Claude, over the edge, Claude, obviously. Fucking um, yes. yo, I had Spank Rock in the studio, and I really Spank regret Rock. not getting him to sign the fucking poster. That's yeah, one of the one. Uh, I was a huge Spank Rock fan. Um, I know they've changed their name to Naeem, but um, and that album's fucking incredible. But the first album, Yo 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 Yo. That's one of my favorite albums. That's a cool fucking record. And years yeah. after they, he came by <clears throat> to record a verse, record a feature for uh, somebody I was working with, and I was like, "Yo, you're fucking spank rock, bro." And, you know, it's that's spank. awesome. Yeah. That's the cool. last, the last person I was like really freaked out to see because I've definitely gotten cooler about that in my life because I feel like it's, I don't want to be that dude, but in this case I was. Uh, I was working the record store and. I, I went next door. There was a super fresh and I was going to super fresh my break and get like a fucking soda or a piece of pizza or something. And Jay live was like walking in with his wow. wife to buy groceries. And I was like, oh, Jay live. Like what the, what the fuck are you doing here in South Philly? He's like, Oh, I moved here. And I was like, what part? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it. And I was like being a super fucking creep. And I'm like walking with them for a couple minutes and like, <laughs> really excited i was like 19 20 years old and i was like a super fucking creepo and he was like very polite about it, and his wife and they were like do it and he was like telling me oh yeah i got this job here and i'm doing all this and i was like oh my god like wow i can't believe you're here and i was like oh okay i have a cd i work next door can i get it for you he's like yeah of course and he's just, you know i gave it to him nothing happened but and then that happened to him, same thing where like kevin smith walked into the store where i worked when he was shooting jersey girl and I like lost my fucking shit over Kevin That's Smith. That's amazing. That's funny. Yeah, and I got a picture of him and like, and his wife was there too. And I was like, oh god. But after that, I kind of stopped being a fucking asshole like that. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> I just play like, hey, what's up, man? You know, like, I don't know. When you're young, you're just a fucking dork about it. But yeah, Jay oh, Live yeah. and Kevin Smith. <laughs> oh, I ran into Chappelle at a rest stop. Oh, nice. Really? That's cool. Coming back from a show in Boston, we were driving back and like, we were going in. He was coming out. I was like, oh, Chappelle. <laughs> it was like before he was famous, before he even had the Chappelle show. Yeah. Oh, like kill him softly. Era. Yeah, like that. Like maybe like half baked era. Yeah. Like just oh, wow. Like, That's awesome. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Or cool. So, that so was that's the last it. question. That's that was it. the last question. Um yeah, steel tip dove plugged the plugged the record with the ad that got the people going crazy on the show. Yeah, call me when you're outside. I, I love that album and other people seem to like it. I'm still trying to sell some vinyl. So if you haven't got oh. one, get one. Um, and we'll see. Dove, did I send next. you the photo from Amoeba? You did. And so did Zilla. Did. Okay. Somebody mm -hmm. else, uh, my friend Adi, she sent me one from somewhere in Ohio. And it was nice. like some other record uh, store, like a smaller one. 
Um, yeah, hopefully. I, I know sometimes Woods and sometimes Lucid have them at shows. I know they did have had they had some in the West Coast shows. They might have some in Europe. I'm not sure. That's crazy. That's, yeah, man. It's a fan favorite. It. Yeah, thank you. I love that joint. Yeah, man. So uh, cool. I'm excited for what's next. What's in the can that we can't talk about during the on the air. Typical, typical fucking backwoods artist <laughs> was teasing the people. Uh, Alaska, you got anything? Um, yeah, man, it's really close to the Ray West album being done. Got artwork for it and all that shit. Yes. Oh, I and, know uh, that producer from working with you, though. Yeah. Yeah. I was just texting him right today. It's dope. He was like, yeah, "Did you so see the artwork a- for me in Alaska?" I'm like, "I did." I did see it. Yeah, he's stoked on it. He's like, we're going to make a zine. We're going to do all this other shit. I was like, all right, cool. Are you guys working with a label or are you self-releasing it? Self-release. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess he has like Red Apples. Yeah, his okay, label. Okay, cool, cool. His, so his label, label, yeah. Red Apples 45s. Yeah. yeah. That'd be dope. So look out for that. Alaska and Ray West. Synergy. Synergy. Like DJ Khalid. Another <laughs> exactly, one. Yeah. Dick Khalid. Another Grammy one. Grammy Family is an incredible song. It is. Oh my God. What a great <laughs> he song. He has some good songs. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great he put song. Put together some good songs. He did. He oh, and he, he yeah. has one on one of his albums called Grateful, where it's a picture of like his two year old son in a fucking hot tub with like a chain on. And it's like Fat <laughs> Joe. It's like Fat Joe and Raekwon remaking um, Jay Z and Too Short. It was all good just a week ago. It's called Billy Ocean. That shit is crazy. Billy Ocean. <laughs> uh yeah anyway uh for me uh oh me and andrew are wrapping up our joint album this week and then um that'll be sent off for mixing and mastering the wrecking crew album is finishing the mixing phase it is being mastered next week nice so that album's called i got a really nice text from prem uh the other day about it oh yeah he heard your part on there for the first time yeah yeah when will that come out Great question. Um, okay. My guess now is April 20th. I, my imagine, I imagine probably June-ish. Okay. Word. Yeah. And then I'll probably drop me and Andrew now. I was hoping to do June, but I don't want to step on Wrecking Crew. So it's clearly so. Mm. Maybe late summer, early fall, me and Andrew. That, what, that album's called uh, Don't Wait Till I Leave. So there you go. That's nice. the name of that so- album. And then Wrecking Crew is Sedale Threat. So that's... In the can, oh, a lot I've of cool shit. Of okay, yeah, yeah. You recorded a lot of that shit. Yeah. Um, you sent me a lot of the vocals. So there you go. So that's what we got. And then uh, Castro's hanging in there, doing his thing, doing great. Yeah. He's really improving. I spoke to him today. He's feeling better. So it's cool. uh everybody who jumped in on the backwoods auction that bought, you know, Dove shit was in there, fucking Arm and Hammer shit. Everything else, people doing Patreon. I mean, all that goes to Castro. So uh, we appreciate it, man. Thank you to everybody checking yeah, in man. and um. Fuck with us on Patreon and regular shit. Follow Can't Dove. Can we get you back in here, Castro? Yeah, we need him to get back in. Yeah, uh, Steel Tip Dove at Steel Tip Dove, all one word on Twitter. Yep, all those things. Yep. All, one, all word. one word. There it is. Um, and then we got uh, what's what what's up with your podcast, motherfucker? I'm just a little bored with myself. <laughs> like I need to do, and I tried a thing. I had my dude Lacutus come over a little while ago, and I interviewed him, and I tried a different thing where I wrote questions in advance and i tried to like not be myself i tried to like maybe act like an interviewer act like someone who would be on camera needed to be a little more on and uh went terribly because i'm not that person i can only just be just like normal i know i get it i just wanted to try something 
it didn't work. Um, so I'll bring it back because I, I thought see- it was great, oh. man. Which one? My podcast at the time? Yeah, 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 no, I, yeah. I, I, I'm not saying it wasn't good. I just um, wanted to try to bring something more to it. And I haven't figured out what yet. I, I have gotcha. some ideas just like little things like people like having um, uh, segments is a good word to describe it. Segments and re- repetitive, like little, you know, you guys know, because you guys successfully implement segments and, and repetitive. Yeah. Like you that. Think, if you think we do, sure. Mostly it's Alaska and me telling the same stories four times. Uh, anyway, yeah, I would like to bring yeah, that back. I, I, I some... almost told my Chuck D. <laughs> I think Castro uh, saying, fuck Talib Kweli and Eric Sarvid. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I would like to bring that back. A Palace from Ruin. There's good episodes with all you guys on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's fine. Go check that well, out if you come, haven't. Come back into the game. You're, the, you're a podcast maniac. So you should. Yeah, man. You should be in a mix. We're going to get right. it going. That's it. I think that's everything. Thanks for everybody who submitted the questions. Yeah, thank you. Yes, yeah. Cool. You guys are the stars of the show. <laughs> <laughs> You're the real star here. What yeah. do you say on fucking the boys? Um, Homelander. You guys are the real heroes. Every time like boys. You guys are the real heroes. And thank you to thank you to Elon Musk for creating the platform that allows us to talk to Don't get me started on that guy. Yes. Join our Patreon. We can hear me in Alaska spend 30 minutes talking about fuck Elon Musk and fuck Mr. Carrier. Oh, man. We got you good. All right, man. Let's wrap it up. Everybody, be safe out there. Enjoy yourselves. Travel. Don't wear a mask. Look at Jordan. Fuck you. COVID's over. COVID's over. It's over whether you like it or not. It's over. All right, let's wrap it down. None of us are wearing masks in this podcast, bro. So safe.